How do you to all of you out there in the internet tonight? This is the Lost Hero Gains podcast, and we are going to talk about some stuff to you. Now, I said we, so who are we? We being me, Emmett Watkins Jr., and he being Alan Mio. What's up, Al? I think my, I, mean, I believe my, my title is Managing Editor and Xbox Stalwart. <laughs> yes, Xbox Stalwart. I like that name. I like that phrase. Well, um, it's it's from something that will be linked in the in the episode description. Ooh, certainly. Yeah. Once again, much like last week, you're you're doing a good job of teasing that content out. Um. So yeah, welcome guys to the podcast. Um, like we recorded a long time ago <laughs> as we alluded to last episode we did a fireside chat two-man podcast that has been lost to time thanks to audio issues but we are back with yet another one so if you were hoping you'd get to hear just a mono a mono podcast you're finally getting your wish so congratulations on that um so yeah we got a pretty decent show for you a lot of controversy in the news section we got Borderlands 3 reveal event and some of the controversy surrounding that game. We have Sonic the Hedgehog movie stuff to talk about, which of course is going to have some controversy as well. And we have Epic's buying Psionics, the Rocket League devs, which has led to some incendiary stuff being said on the internet. Um, but before we get into the mud with all of the vitriol out there, before we, we get to anything, yeah, it's episode 25. Yes, it is. It's episode 25. Um, finally, we've gotten down to this uh, this milestone, which we probably would have hit last time if our <laughs> Phantom episode didn't disappear. Um, but we finally hit episode 25. It is a long time coming. Um, many months in the making, of course. I'm, I'm actually pretty proud that we were able to, maybe not as regularly as I would like, but able to keep something up every week for a while now um fairly consistently and with a couple bonus episodes as well in the podcast feed so um yeah i'm pretty happy and especially i'm sure you might be pretty happy as well because you're you're one of the ogs from the vgh hours yeah oh man <laughs> i just i'm remembering the episode we did on cancel games and just yeah. how connor and hunter were both not not that connor different connor yeah different yeah how they were both blown away but like like the the canceled flash game oh i didn't even hear about a canceled flash game this must be from a while ago it was from do you remember brash entertainment brash i don't remember them off the top of the top of my head but if i see games they've worked on maybe i'll understand they don't exist anymore number one oh they made a whole bunch of like licensed stuff yeah they were they were working on or they were probably going to publish a and they're they're going to make a game based on the flash Hmm. Okay. Potential is there. And unfortunately, it never came to pass. <laughs> like most good things in life, <laughs> or at least in games. There was. We also covered the. I think we covered. Or I. I. I for sure covered the Stargate SG One game that never made it. Out, made it out. Oh. Okay. That that could have been cool. I actually. It doesn't exist anymore. Only, or it still exists only on my on one of my many many computer towers <laughs> that I that are not non functioning. Yeah, is a sort is my an opinion piece I did called is Stargate franchise are or is it was either are Stargate video games cursed or <laughs> is Stargate cursed? And the answer is probably. <laughs> 
I basically came to that conclusion because yeah, we we've gotten too many disappointments in that universe. The or at last least when it comes to games, the last game that came that 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 came out was Resistance, or at least the last online game. Yeah, there was an un, uh, uh, an iOS game called Unleashed, which actually had the original cast. You know what? I'm sensing a pattern here. They they take the name from Resistance, doesn't work. They take the name from from Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe it's the naming convention that's doing them in. Well, here's the thing: is it's been so bad after the game got after Stargate Resistance, the servers ended, or mm-hmm. or the, after the servers went down for, for for forever. After Universe or not Universe Unleashed got pulled from the App Store. Yeah, Star there's been nothing. It's just been if you if you're dead it, silent on that front. It's dead silent. Wow. That sucks. I was about to make a joke and be like, well, at least you're not the free to play MMO Defiance, but nah, this sounds worse. <laughs> Defiance is actually a pretty decent game beneath all the irrelevance. <laughs> but yeah, damn man. Well hopefully I mean, you know, people love taking old franchises like that and bring them back, so um much like we did with this podcast, I guess. <laughs> After VHS, uh, Lost Arrow Games was able to rise from the ashes. So uh, I'm thinking that, you know, much like hopefully Stargate will do one day, we can keep this thing going on for a while. So, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Or, wow, watching. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> uh, maybe one day you'll be watching if I can make time to put these things on YouTube, maybe. Um, well, but well yeah. keep in mind, the mm-hmm. origins of this show came from VGH. Exactly. The special episode we, or the the episode we did about our pre three and post E three. Well, I think I was on either I was on one of those or I was on like one of the last episodes of of that whole podcast feed. I forget which one it was. It, well, it couldn't have been last because that was that turned out to be myself, Graydon, and Connor Irving doing a oh yeah different, the... a difference of opinion on Detroit Become Human. Yeah, <laughs> just some random thing. Uh, to make another obscure reference, it's kind of like on the Red Dead Radio, Jared Petty's Red Dead Redemption podcast. Randomly, a couple weeks ago, he just had an episode with Colin Moriarty on it. Oh, <laughs> it just, oh my! It, and it was just on the feed, and and I was like, wait, what? Huh? What, what, what's going on? And I still don't know what's up with that. It was super strange. <laughs> um, but hey, it's it's a living. I don't know. Um, yeah, so otherwise, um, ooh, to, to go back to, um, I guess the main show here, um, once again, thank you guys for, uh, watching with us and, you know, sticking with us for a while and we'll, you know, hopefully have some What is there to watch? (laughs) I I I don't know why I keep saying Aside from our YouTube content. I mean, yes, there's plenty of YouTube content for you to watch, which will be linked down in the description of the podcast. So please click through and watch that. But I, it's just my instinct to say watch. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I, I used to make a lot more YouTube videos than podcasts. So I'm still like in that headset whenever I, you know, talk on a microphone. <laughs> so I, I guess that's just the burden of that. Um, but thank you guys for listening along with us all this time. And we're going to keep it up for you guys. And hopefully you enjoy what we got coming in the future as well. Um, so awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Now, what have we been playing this week? Now, I know we've both been playing a couple different games. Uh, it sounds like we both have one that's kind of in our main chick and a side piece on the side as well. 
So um, do you want to go ahead and talk about yours first, or do you want me to go? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Go out and make it happen, Captain. So I can I continued playing Days Gone. More days have gone since. So um, yeah, so I'm 153 have... to be specific. Oh, okay. That or that was that's, that's how many days have gone. The end game count. Okay, I forgot that they actually count that in game. That's actually a pretty neat little element. So have you been enjoying it more? Have have your thoughts changed at all, or are you still feeling how you felt last time? I'm still enjoying it. I I encountered the bear. Oh, the bear, the fabled bear. Which has been talked about as either people don't like it or they really like it. Yeah, very polarizing, the bear. No pun intended. (laughs) I didn't even mean to do that. It's not one of those things where you can just shoot it with all all, every gun, with all your guns, because the mission where where the bear shows up, a swarm Mm -hmm. of freakers, tens or freakers show up in the area. Mm -hmm. So. it's right as you're you're about to get on your motorcycle with the person you saved, or you end up save you end up saving f- from rippers. Uh huh. The bear, you, it's a bear just, just comes in out of nowhere. Hmm. So okay. you have to either burn, throw Molotovs at it, a grenade at it, or what I did was it took me two, two I it took two try two tries. Hmm. Okay. Two Molotovs or like two attempts at fighting them both. Okay. Damn, those things are really hard to take down, huh? Yeah. So it, after I, I ran out of Molotovs the first time, I tried hit, hitting it with my spiked or with my nailed baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that was not the move. <laughs> it just tore me apart. <laughs> Damn. Is there like a brutal animation where it like picks you up by the mouth and just shakes your lifeless body around? Yeah, sort of. I'm thinking of like the Red Dead Redemption 2 animation where it just looks really awful. It's not as bad as you think it would look. Hmm. Okay. As they save the violence of all that type of stuff for the freakers. So what I ended up doing the second time was throwing a bunch of Molotovs at it. Smart it, move, number one. He, he runs away or he or I he knocks me onto like I'm on the, uh there's a bridge there's like a bridge you have to sort of jump to go from one side to the other Uh it knocked me onto like under the bridge or under the bus the broken bridge so Uh i go up i I basically ran up the 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 stairs and it was looping around there's a big propane tank oh so i take out i take out my silent my uh, my gun that still has a silencer on it thank god (laughs) i know where this is going right as it's about to right and i'm waiting for the moment as soon as it comes even close i press r2 and then kaboom oh that bear just it didn't explode like didn't jib did he go airborne not very high like he only (laughs) went like a couple inches okay but it was still it was a part it was a movie moment (laughs) that that's probably very satisfying (laughs) i can only imagine but yeah it seems like a lot of that, those types of moments are where people are reporting on the game. Because we talked about last week how the game has been getting middling reviews at a lot of places. But the more people I see who are actually playing it, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, people who are enjoying it nonetheless. And from you last week saying that and from you now, you know, talking about moments like that, it definitely seems like it's still, it definitely seems like it's still worth trying out if you're interested. So, um 
so yeah it is i mean is the bear moment the the most exciting moment of the game so far or has that been like a narrative thing or or what else is happening in in the world of days gone in oregon i guess is what that world is um oh man i should not have done this uh-oh what i went on i went on youtube typed in days gone bear death oh god is there like a spoiler that popped up uh many many oh. spoilers oh no <laughs> This is why you never look anything up, ever. You poor thing. So At first, th- like, then it, it shows, like, all the different endings. Wait, there's multiple endings? I didn't even know that. A bo- multiple boss fights. Good God, wow. Just from a bear death? That's horrifying. Why, YouTube? Are you trying to make me just cry <laughs> in a corner? <laughs> YouTube doesn't care about your feelings. Oh, man. That sucks, man. I almost had something similar happen to me with God of War, uh, the reboot, because I literally just wasn't even looking up anything. I was just chilling. And then here they come, and they're like, hey, guess what? You want to see the final bottle of the final boss battle? And it auto-played after another video. So I almost got into your situation, but man, you didn't even have a chance. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well... <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Is there anything else you want to talk about in the world of Days Gone now that you know it all? <laughs> Wait, what? Is there anything else you want to talk about Days Gone related now that you know everything that happens? Oh no, I didn't look. I didn't. I didn't. I. Or you just clicked away before you saw anything? I saw I saw thumbnails. I didn't see videos. Oh okay, good. But good I did call. see text that's they explained what is happening. <laughs> but it was, it was very it, yeah. it was very out of context. Okay, good, good, okay. I, I'm hoping it was more of a, like, here's the final boss battle and not Deacon fights the president <laughs> or something crazy like that. Uh, I'm sure there's no president in this world if a bunch of freakers are hopping around, but whatever. Um, yeah, w- was there any uh, other Days Gone-ness you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I was playing... That w- all that stuff happened uh, last week after, re- after we uh, recorded. Mm-hmm. So, because... So I picked up, or so started started playing the game again more today. And you just it's you there's if there's one thing I like about a game it's stealth, and that yeah. that's as I mentioned last week, that's a key that's sort of a big factor in this game. Hmm. Oh yeah, certainly, especially with all the with all the hordes you're trying to avoid. Yeah, I can only imagine. And I'm plus in a lot of the gameplay, I see you're in bushes anyway, so <laughs> definitely a big stealthy. Well. Not necessarily. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not concerned with the freaker hordes because I can just ride past them and lead them to a a, uh, mm-hmm. a like an encampment of survivors that can that have or over or like have a lot of weapons. Okay. That so I sense. I was clearing out an infestation last week, mm-hmm. and a whole shit ton started popping out. Oh god, that seems like the worst. So I I I at first I I. I fire one crossbow bolt at them, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's not enough. I get on my bike, ride all the way back to Hot Springs. To buy more crossbow bolts? No, because that's where the camp is. Oh. And it's a f- labor camp run by a former, by someone who used to work, who was, uh, like, who was the, who worked in that prison. Oh. So okay. I, I lead a lot of swarm, uh, of the swarm there. As I'm, as I'm, like, and like, I'm, I have a good distance between them, or behind, <laughs> like, like between me and them. I, yeah. as I get to the gate, 
I and I I crash into the gate. Okay. And there's that, just that might have been your first mistake. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. I didn't die. Oh, okay. I just there's just a massive gunfire f- going off, and there and when you kill a freaker, yeah, and like to collect bound like to to collect bounties in the game, you just get a freak. You kill a freaker, take its ear, and give it give it to someone as a bounty. Ah, okay, yeah. So there there were like thirty X's <laughs> on the on the mini map. Just forty million ears for you to pick up. Yeah. Every time you pick up a freaker, you should just say, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> that might be insensitive to the Freaker Nation out there, but I don't know if I care about them. <laughs> freaker Nation? That sounds like someone's like YouTube community. <laughs> like someone starts a video, what's up, Freaker Nation? <laughs> All right. That's, that's enough of that one. But yeah, it definitely sounds pretty... Well, were you done with that story? I feel like you were in the middle of it. What I ended up doing was, well, I, I was actually, that was the end of, I basically just got inside the safety of the walls, hmm. like in the, like, sit of the walls, armed guards, or armed people, armed survivors. Yeah. Then later on, I went out and collected all, everything, like, because they were all near the, uh, there's sort of like a, like a bridge mm-hmm. near the camp. Okay. Is that the, you got to jump that bridge as well? No, you don't have to jump bridge. It's it's a very it's a it's a uneven plane. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So I go and I I go to sleep, or I or I go in game. You can just go to sleep to to uh, fast forward time like the day night schedule day night cycle. Mm-hmm. Did it twice to get to so it would be day again. Makes sense so far. And then roll. Then I didn't even do. I did know how. Have you seen gameplay for the game? Yeah, I've seen a couple hours of it now. By 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 this point, have you seen them like when they're just not bothering wasting f- fuel for the bike, but they're just wa- doing the whole walking while? Oh yeah, just letting it roll down a hill. I was I did something similar to that where I was just walk like I, I was on the bike but not like driving it. Hmm. Got to where the mass X's. Yeah. Got off the bike and started just do, basically just running around in a circle. Collecting everything, you collect. Do you collect them automatically, or is it like Uncharted where you got to pick up everything with a button? Once you once you pass over one, a freaker, a dead freaker, it automatically gets added to your inventory. Oh, thank God, that's great. And I did some more missions and got more trust, so I was able to buy a like a submachine gun. Mm. Oh, okay. And, and actually buy a gun, an like a pistol. Okay, <laughs> so like a real. Well, you can add silencers to pistols, right? Yeah, and what I've been doing the entire time, I basically just killed people. I got my weapons from people I killed. Okay, but I, I remember reading somewhere that if you pick it up, if you pick up a weapon just off the ground, it's not stored in your locker or anything. So you're kind of just no. like on your own. Yeah, you have to you have to buy a gun for it to show up in your uh, locker. It's a little stressful, but sounds like you've been doing well with it. Yeah, um, there's some there's some background like I, they actually have some context or some exposition or flashbacks mm-hmm. to both the importance of Deacon's wife. Oh, okay. I didn't, like of how, of how, like uh-huh. how they met, how they meet. I didn't realize they go kind of in depth into that stuff. I, I saw a bunch of clips and I was like, this must all be from the beginning of the game. But no, apparently not. Hmm. Yeah. There's, there's the beginning where, where it's, or there's the beginning flashback where they, where things happen. Then they there's some more like there's some uh, expand ex, like 
expanded stuff mm -hmm. where again i'm still not trying to spoil things for those who want to go yeah. in yeah <laughs> thank you for treading lightly it the first cutscene everything is very quick and you think one thing is another but actually it's the other way around or not not the other way around hmm. once you there like i said there are storylines in the game yeah yeah i've seen that part where it's like all the different all the narratives are broken into different you know interact or branching storylines kind of reminds me of like chapters in a tv show where it's a bunch of different seasons and then each mission is an episode it's kind of what it reminds me of just looking at the structure i've seen there's a um there's a storyline for deacon's wife okay okay and that's like yeah go ahead and i'm just gonna spoil i'm gonna spoil this a little bit because it's it, there's it's not it's not major yeah you go up to a place where she quote-unquote died Mm-hmm. okay and it's basically a fema camp or it's a Nero camp uh -huh. that went bad, and you can actually there's actually an, like a recording, to, like a recorder in there, a recording that is pretty grim on how pretty grim and dark on how things were going there before it went to shit. Yeah. Whew. And Deacon or Deke. Deke. Okay. That either that's one. How, Deacon or Deacon or Deke or Deacon. Freaky Deaky. <laughs> um, that's what I'm calling him. He's. Sam Witwer's performance is much better, like is much better than his performance in. If I had to grade his performance, is based on like his the video game work he's done. Yeah, which I, for all I know, I I I'm th I think it's only the two Force Unleashed games and this. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's all I can pin him for too, as far as it comes to games. Yeah, I I'd rank it like Force Unleashed one, Days Gone, then Force Unleashed two. Hmm. Okay. Well, because I guess he's, he's, yeah, go ahead. he's really dedicating himself to the character. Hmm. Okay. That's that's a good sign. Like really getting immersed. Yeah. That's that's really good to hear cuz I I it seems like he's very it seems like he was kind of all in on this role, especially with it being an open world game. You're spending so much time with him. It, you could kind of you'd be able to tell if he wasn't giving his all. So, it's good to hear that, you know, that he is or at least he seems to be. So, the the camp is infested with freakers okay and i'm trying to be silent and deadly mm -hmm. like taking him out with my crossbow bolts or bolts yeah good call on that and he he would say he would say something in respond to killing killing a freaker see that's that's one thing i keep hearing that he talks all the time like yeah. he like he always has something to say about what he's doing at any given moment and i don't know if that's I mean, is it annoying for you at all? Because I've I've heard that as to be something super annoying for. No, it makes the world more. It makes it feel more real. Okay, I can accept that if it makes it feel more real. Okay, well, I don't. Hmm. How do I say this? Okay, I, I really don't have too many qualms. I'm just wondering. Um, I mean, you answered that. I don't know how else I could phrase that. All right. Well, never mind. I thought I had a question, but you've answered it already. Um. All right. I mean, awesome. Yeah, this feels like The Last of Us mixed in with Dying Light. Hmm, that's a pretty good combination, honestly. Because of the, it has the gameplay of The Last of Us mixed in with the world, sort of, of Dying Light, where as soon as it gets dark out, you're you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So. Hmm. Okay, that's a pretty interesting mix. Uh, it definitely. I mean, the more I see of this game the more it makes me think that I'm going to treat it like I did Horizon Zero Dawn, where Horizon came out and I was like, oh, it looks cool. 
I'll play it at some point, and then it went on sale maybe two, three months later, and that was, I played that pretty much my entire summer semester, and it was just a dream, um, and I don't know if I'm going to love Days Gone in the same way, but I bet it's going to hit that similar spot where I bet I'll pick it up in June or something, and then it'll just be what I play until the end of August, um, and I bet, I, I just, I, fe- I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy it once I do eventually get around to it. I have a feeling it's going to be better than I, you know, expect at this point, especially with all the, you know, difference of opinions going on. But yeah, very excited to see what I feel on that one. Um, Yeah. So um, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead into the I'm going to go ahead and get into one of my games that I went ahead and played this week. Um, Did you have anything else you want to say for Days Gone before I switch up? No, go ahead. All right. D.O.P.E. Um, so yeah, I've been playing, um, couple games. Um, one game I've talked about in the past, I'll save that for later. Um, but this game is actually having an open beta on Steam as we're recording this. Um, and don't, don't feel bad if you're not able to, (laughs) if you're hearing this late, um, yes, the open beta might be over after Monday, uh, but it's actually going to be free to play when it releases at the end of the month. This game is Splitgate Arena Warfare. Um, Splitgate is it's an independent title. It's a first-person shooter. Um, probably could figure from Arena Warfare, and it's basically Halo meets Portal. Um, and now I remember we were talking earlier before the show started. Um, I don't think you've heard of this one at all, huh? No. Okay. So basically, it, it's a pretty. It's really fun, actually. Um, now it's very much so. Like when I say Halo meets Portal, it is almost exactly that. Um, the The aesthetic of the game is very clean, very like it's like it, it feels like that clean cut look that Rocket League has, um, where it seems like you know it's like sci fi, but it's like oh here's like everything's blue and red for the team colors, and it just seems very clear cut, and it's like oh this side is the red spawn, this side is the blue spawn, and everything. And it's just super, I don't know, super black and white. Um, but the the map design's pretty good. But the the real fun of it is, of course, the portal abilities. So every now and then, in in every map, there's going to be a bunch of different surfaces where you can shoot portals. And what makes it what what makes this game you know unique, what gives it a selling point, is that you can use these portals to do whatever you want. So if you shoot a portal, you know, at a wall right in front of you, and then if you can get like if you can just get a peek at a wall from across the map you can shoot a portal there and traverse across the map in one jump so you don't have to do anything and it really helps to keep the pace up of course the time to kill is pretty fast especially um compared to older halo games it probably has a time to kill closer to like halo 4 um or halo yeah halo 4 halo 5 those are probably the closest to it um, but it is very fun to just use those portals. And now here's the thing. They, they kind of have a balancing factor built into the portals where if you if you use your own portal, you can see through your own portal. So you can totally pop a portal behind an enemy and just shoot him through the portal. And he would never know better. Um, and that's pretty fun to do. But if you, you can also walk through other people's portals. So if a friend, teammate, or even an enemy shot down a portal, you can walk through it. But you can't see through it. So that kind of gives a little bit of a balancing factor so the lines of sight aren't all over the place, um, which I kind of appreciate. I think that makes sense. Um, some people, I've seen some other people's thoughts on the game and they're saying, oh man, it's kind of BS that you can't see through every portal. 
I think there's a good reason for that, because if there's a million portals on the map, that's a million lines of sight at any given time, and you won't be able to know where you're being shot from until you know it's too late. So I think it's good that they close off the portals and you can't really look through them. You can still walk through them, so that way, if you're getting shot, you can at least turn around and see them right there. Um, so I think that's good. Um, and yeah, it's, there's not too much to it. I mean, it's an arena shooter. You're picking up weapons off the ground. You know, you got your standard rocket launcher. You got your shotguns. You got your uh, burst rifle, which is, feels so much like the battle rifle from Halo. Um, the pistol's pretty powerful. You know, everything, not everything has aim down sights. There's an SMG you, you can pick up and that's just hip fire only, but almost everything has aim down sights. Um, you got your sniper rifles and everything. You also have a little jetpack that I really appreciate. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, advanced movement and shooters. So, you know, I'm a Titanfall 2 guy. I talk about that on the show a lot. Um, so I was really interested to see how that would work. And especially when you get momentum, because they'll have some portal walls down at the bottom of the map so you can just stand in the middle of the map and just hit one down jump into it from a super far height and then launch yourself from a different point just like in you know the game portal they have some puzzles that take advantage of that type of momentum you can do that in this game and then just fly through the air especially with your jetpack as well and it's really exhilarating um i was having a lot of fun um, i actually played this i actually played it before we recorded last week's episode um but i really wanted to talk about dangerous driving and dreams so i kind of just you know saved it for now turns out it worked out because there's an open beta going on and they just announced the release date is going to be the end of the month i want to say 23rd um and it's going to be free to play so that's going to be super exciting um i was actually playing with the ok beast guys uh bless and alex over there um so shout out to them but yeah i really enjoyed the game i'm definitely gonna play it a lot more once it comes out i'm probably gonna hop into that open beta that's going on this weekend um i might do that after we stop recording or i might go to sleep because i woke up one of the two will happen (laughs) but yeah splitgate arena warfare is super super dope um i encourage you guys go ahead and watch a trailer if the explanation here might not have been the best but i think once you see gameplay of it 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 just clicks instantly um and it's all multiplayer only um i i don't know what their business model is going to be with it being free to play i imagine you know cosmetics is going to be something they're going to prioritize um But yeah, I hope it really works out for them because the game is pretty awesome. We don't get a lot of arena shooters anymore. Most most things are, you know, battle royale or, um, you know, match base where it's, you know, kind of like a Call of Duty type thing. We don't get too many shooters where you're picking up weapons off the top, (laughs) off the off of different places in the map. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to see how it works. And I and I dig it as well because I was able to hold my own using a controller against PC players. So um, if it's a shooter that can allow me to do that, I'm already on board. So yeah, Splitgate Arena Warfare, pretty dope if I do say so myself. Um, so yeah, uh, was did you have any questions about Arena Warfare, or do you want to go ahead and talk about your other game for this week? It sounds very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. I can vouch for that. Um. I just want to talk about the little bit of of the game I put, I played just so we, just to get it, to get over, get it over with. Oh yeah, please go ahead, man. I played about five minutes of Star Wars: Old Republic. <laughs> five whole minutes of <laughs> Star Wars: Old Republic. No wonder, because I thought you played a lot more when you were talking about it earlier before we started recording. You're like, oh, you only played five minutes. So were you just hopping in to get that itch again, 
or to get rid of that itch again, I guess. Well, on the episode that was lost. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. We were. I was. I actually. I'd played. A, I put. I'd played like three to five hours, but I was. It would be recording late. I was tired, and it, it, I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Luckily, today we're recording much earlier. It. I really hate that. That's the closest we're gonna get to Kotor. Still, yeah, <laughs> or to, to a Kotor three. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing. I agree. Like, I don't know. I I don't even know if they'd let Bioware, you know, take the helm of a of a Kotor three at this point, especially with all the blemishes on their career. That isn't entirely their fault. Has been their hand has kind of been forced in a lot of situations. But yeah, it is disappointing that this is it. Um, you mean everything with Mass Effect Andromeda, Anthem? Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda Anthem and despite all of the game award game of the year awards uh the other Dragon Age game Inquisition like apparently that they went through hell to make that one despite it being great so ugh. and how a, yeah the new one may be dead on arrival yeah <laughs> that very well could happen <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to believe it I don't want to just make it so I don't want to will though, it to existence even though it's most likely coming out in 10 years wait you're Wait, which one are you talking about? The the new Dragon Age? Yeah. I I don't think that's 10 years. They said they said between when it was announced, they said or at the E3 they when they showed the little little like or it was either E3 or the game the game awards. Oh. Wow. There was only there's that little little bit of trailer of the trailer and that's because the game was the development cycle is most likely going to be 6 to 8 years. Okay, six to eight sounds more reasonable because they're going to be in a similar spot like they were in with Inquisition, where it'll, it'll most likely be a similar like either beginning or beginning of the new generation, mm-hmm. beginning or mid of ge- of the new generate of the generation, where they'll yeah. still be supporting the last gen like with Inquisition that had it on PC, PS4, Xbox One, P- PS3, and 360. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, so I don't know if that means similar situation, similar quality of game. <laughs> I don't know how I feel well, about that. Well, that. that game, Inquisition, was massive. Yes, yeah, certainly. Considering that most of the people thought most of the game can be... Can, you can just make an example of how long the game is based on the, the Hinterlands. Yeah, because people thought that was like, you know... That was like, what, the first 20 hours or so of the game. Yeah, and there are certain spots where you have to return... You can return later when you're higher leveled yeah that's ridiculous it on its own right there honestly huh i still i'm still questioning if i should go back to that game because i'm one of those people who usually doesn't like fantasy but man i loved skyrim so much so i don't know if if that's gonna hit a similar itch have you did you i forgot i have you played origins or the or or dragon age 2 the only dragon age i've played i think i've tried to beat the demo of dragon age 2 and it was too hard and that was like seven or eight years ago so a long time i'd be willing to try it again though i will say i highly recommend playing on pc because mm-hmm. there are different mods out there that can actually improve the ga- uh, game the gameplay hmm. here let me see i think i might actually own yeah i own dragon age origins on PC, so i might just i might just try it out there and see what happens uh what did you say you have it on I have it on PC. I have Dragon Age. I have Dragon Age Origins on PC, and I think I have it on PS3 as well. But unless there's, I don't think there's trophies on the PS3 one because it came out early in the life cycle. 
So, yeah, I might just do it on PC. Yeah, that might be a good idea. And if you like it... Wait, do you have it on Steam or Origin? Uh, It was free on Origin. That's where I got it. Okay. <laughs> was because, there like a... Yeah. No, because Inquisition is only available via Origin. Ah, uh, yeah. That... Just like Battlefront 2, Old Republic. Yeah. Which is weird because Dragon Age Inquis- or Origins... A lot of the co- uh, most of the co- co- uh, not Kodor, most of the Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the or not all, a lot, all of the EA stuff is now pretty much behind the Origin wall. So, yeah, gotta play ball with them, I guess. Except for some of their classic stuff, but yeah, all the new stuff is only on there, um, which isn't too not. I don't have a connection to my like Steam achievements and stuff like that, so it's fine. Um, okay. I'll get back to you on that and let you know if it's great. Um, but yeah, was there anything else you wanted to talk about the Old Republic specifically? We went on a deep tangent there, I just realized. Um, yeah, Old Republic. Um, yeah, besides, I mean, you can still talk about the two or three hours you played of it as well, since, you know, that hasn't been on the airways for everyone listening yet. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a similar thing to what I was doing when I, what I actually had done was. On the show that shall not be named, because apparently it's Voldemort, and if you speak of it, you you die. <laughs> well, I'll, I won't die then. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. I, I mentioned Bal- Battlefront Two, EA's Bal- Battlefront Two. Yeah, yeah, the Janina and Vagar version. I I was actually playing both the, both of those, or, or both of the, both the games. Like I was bounced, I was going back and forth, back and forth while, mm-hmm. and this was. This was when, or this was a week after celebration. So oh, okay. I I had Star Wars, various Star Wars stuff going off in the background. Also, funnily enough, we're recording this on May the Fourth, so May the Fourth be with you all. I just realized that. Good call. And the game looks fantastic hmm. on the on the graphics preset I have on. Oh yeah, you're playing on P. That's the only way you can play or public. Oh shoot, I thought you were talking about uh Battlefront. Battlefront. Too. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I didn't know the game was that great. I remember, th- does it still have that? I mean, the art style definitely is still the same, but I remember it having like a cartoony aesthetic a little bit. Would that be fair to say? It looks, it's a different art, it's a different design than KOTOR 1 and 2. Okay, yeah. They're more, they look more, it looks more fantasy than science fiction compared oh, okay. m- compared to, say, Battlefront 2, like mm. those those cinematics. yeah. I guess it makes sense with Bioware at the helm. Well, not it's not necessarily Bioware like the Bioware Prime. It's Bioware Texas. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's a little weird. So, like, I'm still playing Knights of the Fallen Empire, which is the expansion from years and years ago. Hmm. Hopefully, that's that one still holds up. Yeah, it. I'd actually, I actually played it on my old computer years ago, like the beginning of the like um, the first three chapters. Like, I don't know, I forgot how many chapters are. Altogether in the in the Knights of the Fallen Empire storyline, but but the first three I played on my played years ago on my old computer that died a, a, a fiery death. <laughs> R.I.P. No, that 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 played. I got or I, I that I didn't like. I I couldn't play. I couldn't be. I couldn't play that game with that well on that on that old PC because of how bad the fan the the equipment was. Yeah. Well, it's good that you got that upgrade. <laughs> yeah. So the whole story is with Knights of the Fallen Empire. It takes place after the main, 
after the main the main story, which you think one which a hardcore fan of the game would say, but but Bioware specifically said that it's each 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 classes start uh Kotor three four five and six or and on and and onwards. Oh, <laughs> like each each class has a different storyline. Jeez, that's. I didn't remember that part. That's kind of wild. Huh. There's, like these the Jedi sent <coughs> the Jedi the Jedi Knight class, which is which the characters the 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 male is voiced by David Hayter. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a good pick. Yeah, I mean you you see a Jedi, but you just hear a snake. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. I- You're. Like each class, like I said, each class has a different storyline. The Jedi Jedi Knight has is is about taking is about is it's about taking out or finding a way to eliminate the Sith the Sith Emperor. The mm-hmm. Jedi and there are different storylines or there are different missions that in that branch. Like one, you're about to enter a boss fight and you sense in the Force your master dying and mm-hmm. the the guy, the person, the boss you're about to face is taunting you about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty intense. And the music is swelling, and they're using the music that from the prequels. Oh, which actually, the music from the pre- prequels, since they, while they, while they are canon, and they don't specifically promote them as canon. They are still like I, I I I remember the music not being awful. Is that not the case? I remember people who were just more upset about the story. Than- oh no, people people don't like the story. The story. But then yeah. again, this was this was right before Mass Effect Three. Oh, <laughs> that that kind of yeah. I forgot they put that out right before Mass Effect Three. Yeah, dang, that game's been around and, forever. And also the fact that the the big the big Star Wars Kotor writer, uh, Drew Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And Mass Effect One and Two writer, he yeah. didn't. He, I don't think he. I think he wrote the the tie-in books for Mass Effect. No, no, for for he did the the bridge book, like that bridges Kotor One and Two to All Public. Oh, okay, I get you. the uh, Revan book. Okay, so so he's definitely had you know an imprint on the Star Wars lore, or yeah, on the Star Wars lore. I was about to say Mass Effect lore, but I'm like, oh no, it's just. Same, same writer, different things. <laughs> so, so sounds like it's. Uh, well, I don't know. It's still subscription based, or is it free to play now? I think it's free to play now. It is free to play, but you don't get the you don't get the any you don't get anything like you're just you're playing bare, the bare bones game when you you with the free to play. So you need so, to subscribe. So I'm, I'm subscribed. I've been subscribed for about a month now. Was it ten bucks a month? Uh, sixteen twenty eight. Sixteen dollars. It's it's sixteen bucks a month for this game. Well, it's fourteen ninety nine plus tax. Oh, oh, uh, okay. So fifteen bucks. Uh, I don't know. You you must live in a state where they add tax to digital sales. They haven't hit Georgia with that yet. Um, They've hit every every everywhere. Every gaming platform. Well, every can... every ga- or every gaming store. Steam. PSN, Xbox Live. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've purchased anything on P. I, no, I bought Dreams on PSN, but it charged me just thirty. Huh? I don't know. Maybe, maybe something screwy. Maybe it only went into effect within the last like two, three weeks. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, fifteen bucks for it. I don't. 
are are there still a lot of are you running into a lot of players out there? I know it's an MMO, so was there still an, a reasonably active base? Well, oh, when you start with well, that doesn't mean good. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it here, but I tend to whenever I play um, friend of the show Lou Gonzalez, who I do a bunch of podcasts with. Me and him tend to play Star Trek online, mm-hmm. like we. And I t- always tell mention I see there's this video called Death of, Death of a Game called or it's a, there's a death of a game video called or, or about Star Trek Online. Yeah. And I don't understand it because I, I'm loving all of it. Yeah, that game's still going. <laughs> I mean, that game's been going longer than Swotor. Definitely. And there's I just noticed I or like I just noticed today or a couple of days ago that there's one on All Republic. Hmm. Wow. And it's sort that of game still going on too, right? You're playing yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get why they do those so quickly. It's sort of like uh, there's a wrestling podcast I listen to called OSW Review, old old school wrestling review. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They were doing they do wrestling. They basically recap storylines of wrestling and wrestling like old wrestling pay per views. Mm-hmm. Like the first twenty, the first near thirty episodes were on the Hulkamania stuff, like. WrestleMania one to WrestleMania, I want to say eight or nine. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And that when they were doing their ECW stuff, like old old school ECW, ECW One Night Stand, then WWE ECW, mm-hmm. they would they would do their Vince McMahon impression, saying, "You don't like what you like." <laughs> that's pretty cute. <laughs> I don't know if "cute's" the word for it, but that's what I'm. <laughs> And it's like the, it's sort of like a lot of people on the internet tend to t- have that viewpoint. You don't like what you like, you like what I like. Yeah. And why can't there just be more? We need more hippies on the internet. <laughs> I agree. I don't. And think, I will. I will yeah. gladly volunteer to be one of those hippies. You're you're gonna fall on the internet hippie sword for us? <laughs> no, I, I I will not fall on the hippie on the hippie sword. I will. Step back and be, or I'll be, I'll get Eobar thawed <laughs> and have a vibrating hand go through my heart. <laughs> That's very vivid, but okay. Uh, well, yeah, that, that'd be a good, uh, I was about to say a good rose to die on, a good hill to die on. I don't know why I said rose, but whatever. Um, yeah, I feel like the closest thing we have to an internet hippie is Jared Petty. And <laughs> he, he's the best. Yeah, he, he's. I can't believe someone as pure as him exists. God bless him. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Sounds like, despite, you know, sounds like you're still having a good tank, good game. I will say real quick, though, before we switch to my last game, I feel like you know, should only, Yeah? Mm-hmm. This could be the fact that I've only, I've, I only, done, I've only recorded one podcast this week. We've yeah. only been recording for like an, an hour. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> feels like, feels like more. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's probably because we're at the last stretch of everything. I feel like this week is going to be more of a news show anyway. Like, we want to talk about the news more than the games we've been playing. <laughs> so I, I think we're just anticipating that more than usual. Um, so, I mean, yeah. the first mm-hmm. of the three stories we're going to talk about, there was only one that's... I mean, they're all controversial or yeah. polarizing in some way. But there's only one that's... There's only one big one. There's There's... A big, a middle, and a small. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. So. Yeah, and I feel like we're I, I we might come down differently on some of these. So, um, we'll hop into those. Um, I will real quick just to uh get my last game out there. Um, I played some more Risk of Rain too. Uh, now I talked about it on the show already, so I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but. Risk of Rain 2 is just really, really good. Um, it's hitting that, like I've said it on Twitter, um, it's the best looter shooter to come out this Um It's fucking awesome. Oh my gosh, a notification just went off in my ears and it was really loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, Risk of Rain 2, really dope. Um, I don't know if, have you, do you usually play roguelikes? Have you ever tried out any roguelikes, Al? I have played a lot of, uh, what's that, uh, was it Binding of Isaac? No, uh, it was the it's the Dark uh, Dark Souls one I've mentioned. I've mentioned before. Oh, Let It Die. No, not Let It Die. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, it was uh, 2D. Salt and Sanctuary. I I, I do I own that, mm-hmm. but it's not the game I'm talking about. It is. I think is it like with different generations? What is it? I'm thinking of Rogue Legacy. I don't know if that's the. One. Oh. Uh, no, it's no, that's not it. <laughs> I, I've, 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 go- I'm googling it. But at this enjoy point. this, listeners. Two, two people. <laughs> one, one googling. One going through their Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the sound of our browsing as we try and figure this out. So I'm just gonna n- name off some. You got Dead Cells, Spelunky, uh, Dead Darkest. Cells, Dead Cells. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty recent. So yeah, Dead Cells is pretty dope. So. This is kind of like Dead Cells, um, or at least the gameplay I've seen of Dead Cells. I haven't picked it up quite yet, um, where you, you're you're just collecting items as you go on. And there's different characters. I've unlocked all except one character by now. And it's just it's just a blast because all the characters are very fun. Um, they all, you know, highlight different things. You got your Jack of All Trades Commando. You got your, you know what's her name huntress with the bow but the bow auto targets and you can shoot people while running so you know there's going to be benefits um then you have the engineer which i just unlocked i haven't even tried him out yet um you have like a little um like johnny five robot guy (laughs) who's just a tank pretty much but he runs super slow um and i've i finally like i had a galaxy brain moment when i was playing risk of rain 2 where i kind of got how to win (laughs) And it's it's one of those games where I mean it's a roguelike, so you're just going forever and ever and ever until you're dead or until you've just beat the game to the point where enemies don't spawn anymore. Which is what happens when you have like an hour and a half long run, enemies just won't spawn anymore, and you have to just go to a like hidden level and just kill yourself and destroy yourself at the obelisk, um, which is pretty cool. I haven't gotten there yet. I got pretty close last night. Um, but yeah, it's just super fun, and I had that Galaxy Brain moment when I realized, wait, I, I had been playing for like an hour, 10-minute run, and I had well over 30 different items. I was healing myself with every shot. All my shots were exploding every time I shot somebody, and then whenever the enemy died, they would puff a little fireball, and all of them around them would catch fire, and they would explode, so double damage. And it was just super satisfying to just run through. And that's the real appeal of Risk of Rain 2. Once you get a good run, you just feel like a god. And you're just killing things in, you know, instantaneous speeds. And the difficulty, you know, goes up over time. But if you're, you know, increasing in power right along with it, you just stay powerful. And it is awesome. 
The only downside is you, your damage output increases, but so does theirs. So, yes, you can kill things in one hit sometimes, but you can also be killed in one hit, <laughs> especially especially towards the end of the game. Um, towards the beginning, it's, of course, more fair, but at the end, if you're not getting a lot of items that are, if you're not getting a bunch of items that are going to increase your health or, you know, give you shields or something like that, then you can straight up die from one hit of a boss. It is very demoralizing, but it also what's, makes... Uh -huh. What's the status of this game? Is it is it fully out? Oh, no, it's, it's early access, but to be honest, it is a full-featured product right now. Um, now, even when you open up the game, you can look at the little the list of items that can drop, and there's still a good 30, 40 items that are listed as still in development, and there's a good five to seven characters that they're still developing, but they just put out a roadmap. Like, when they released this thing, they said straight up, hey, it's in early access, we're only going to be in early access for the first year, and then we're going to release it fully. They have a whole roadmap a whole roadmap of content that they're planning on putting out. They're going to have a, a new character out, I think at the end of the month, something like that. They're adding a couple new items into the loot pool. Um, yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff and, and it's co-op and I, I, I still have yet to try it with co-op, but I'm having so much fun with it in single player. And that's kind of, that's kind of the thing that was missing with uh, Deep Rock Galactic, which I've talked about on the show as well. Deep Rock Galactic is another, you know, not loot-based, but, you know, another multiplayer shooter. And But that one is just not as engaging to play alone. Um, playing with friends in Deep Rock is fantastic, but playing alone is like, yeah, it's kind of, you know, one note. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 manages to be fun no matter how you play it. So I recommend it to people. Um, like I said, it is in early access, but it is... It's better than a lot of full-featured games out there right now. Um, like I said, uh, I think I said it on the podcast last time, but it is definitely on my game of the year list already. Um, it's just hitting. I have, mm -hmm. I have a, a wrestling-related uh, response. Ooh, okay. When it comes Try to me. testing game, it's something that uh, that that uh, test said back in like 2002. May got make God rest his soul. Yeah. All right, Pete. Um. It just is just something that occurred to me because you're te technically testing a game. Technically, that is true. Yeah, he. It was just. It was just a very stupid. It's just one of those lines where I. I don't know who 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 would say that say this. He says it to, to Tori Wilson, who, despite this, despite the the video being nearly twenty years ago, and her, she's still in good shape. Yeah. He's huh. he says to her, "Oh, I don't want to be, be be your boyfriend." He's like, "Once you go test, you forget the rest." <laughs> that's actually a perfect tagline for this because despite this being a test it is making me forget the rest like i i literally played this thing earlier this week for like five hours straight and the time just melted away so <laughs> yeah man i i'm i i fully agree and hopefully i mean they sold a million copies of this game already because it's word of mouth is just setting this game on fire and to put it into perspective the original game took five years to hit a million copies on steam so, yeah, uh, Risk of Rain 2 is definitely doing good. Hopefully that means when they drop out of early, a or not drop out, when they, you know, upgrade to a full release out of early access, hopefully it'll be on consoles. I'd love to see this on PS4 and get a platinum trophy in it at some point, because I will play this game again. Um, but, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I, dude, if I love no, a game... No, 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 I mean, I literally just got spoiled by someone, by a thumbnail on Walking Dead season, the, the last episode. Wow. <laughs> You on just, the Lost Hour Games YouTube 
how front does... interface. <laughs> it's probably because they're like, oh, he's uploading a bunch of Walking Dead stuff. Show him Walking Dead content. God. No, it's it's a recommended video. Why would I want to walk, watch recommended video of a spoiler? <laughs> Damn, man. Just YouTube is not helping you out today. I I feel for you, dude. <laughs> and thing is, yeah. Out of the six videos in the in like the, the the row, only two of them are video game related. The other four are wrestling. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, you you. Shoof. I I don't know, man. The algorithm is just it's just screwing you over today. Um, but yeah. Hey, that's actually a pretty good segue, because speaking of screwing things over, now that we've <laughs> talked about the uh, games that we've been playing, we can go on to the news to talk about people feeling screwed over by some of this Borderlands 3 stuff. Um, now, uh, you guys have probably seen it already. Borderlands 3 had its reveal event, finally saw some gameplay. Gameplay we, looks uh, cool. We talked about on We've talked about this on many episodes. Yes, or, or or a couple episodes. Yeah, I may I may have said some some uh, stuff that could come back to haunt me about <laughs> Randy Pitchford. Yeah, that I, I that I've mo- said in multiple times. Randy, I apologize. Please, <laughs> please, please, please hire me. Exactly right. God, one of us is gonna end up on there, and they're gonna search our podcast history and see. Shit no, like one this. of us is gonna end up blackballed. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen, and I don't want to think about it. <laughs> oh God. It's going to be a problem. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, in the meanwhile, we'll try not to get ourselves blackballed this episode. Um, so, yeah, Borderlands 3. So you guys have already seen the reveal event, hopefully. Um, and I'll go over a little bit of what has happened. But there's been a couple controversies um, after the reveal event that have happened. Um, so first off, let's just start straight up with how the game looks, what what's new about it. So we speculated earlier when they announced it. Now we actually have some concrete details. Um, gameplay looks to be a lot smoother, especially in the movement category. You're able to do, you know, a running slide like you do, like you can do in a lot of shooters now. You can do a running slide. You can mantle over cover and over, you know, higher walls and things like that. So it kind of adds a little bit of verticality um, and makes the, you know, movement a little bit less rigid. Um, which I appreciate. There's a lot, mm-hmm. there's a lot more violence, like yes. The gore. Yes, the gore has definitely been brought back quite a bit. Um, it, it's I I think of the gore being more in line with Borderlands One, which if you guys remember, especially with the remaster that just came out, Borderlands One was very violent. <laughs> like it was a lot of you know losing body parts and you know heads exploding. Uh, oh and, no, I'm talking about I saw mm-hmm. the gameplay video I saw of. Someone getting like, like cut in half. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, like uh, Maya's or I think the siren. I, I think her name might be Moira. Um, the siren just punched some dude and he just fell in half. And you're getting those types of gore physics back into the game, which for me I'm happy about because not because I'm necessarily like a gore hound by any means, but I always felt the combat in Borderlands One you, was you don't like satisfying. the wrestler Rhino and his finishing maneuver <laughs> the gore. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I have no beef with Rhino, but usually, I mean, I'm not like, you know, thirsting for gore in these games. Thirsting for gore sounds like a an Al Gore documentary. Um, but yeah. I, no, I, no, no. It sounds like a BuzzFeed Unsolved for Man Bear Pig. <laughs> Goddamn. That was like multiple levels of understanding. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I put all that one together. Shout out to BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I, I just always thought the combat in Borderlands 1 was a little bit more satisfying because of that gore. Um, you had more visual, visual representation of the damage you were doing. So I think it's good that they're bringing it back. Um, gunplay overall just seems to be a lot more you know, satisfying. They have hit markers now. Um, and hit markers is always a hallmark of shooters, I think, that just makes the gunplay feel a lot better. Um, and, you know, aim down sights is pretty well. And one thing that they said about guns is that they want all the guns to be at least good now. Um, what they did a lot in Borderlands 2 especially, but also in Borderlands 1, you'd pick up, you know, really terrible guns to start with. Guns with high recoil, low, you know, magazine sizes, and just guns that weren't really all that fun to use. But the promise was that you'd get better guns as you played along. This time around, they said, hey, we're going to just give guy, we're going to give players, you know, good guns to start. We're not going to give them like great guns with some crazy perks and everything, but at least let it shoot straight. At least let it be fun to use, you know, as soon as you start the game. And then you'll get, you know, super duper crazy weapons as you play, um, which I think is a good, is a great move. Um, now all the, now I feel like it's going to be a, as far as quality and weapons of loot, uh, I think the floor for that is going to be a little bit higher, but I think also they're going to raise the ceiling a little bit so that, you know, we're not playing with similar guns throughout the whole game. Um, and then, of course, you you got your upgrades, although gun manufacturers are back, but you got a lot of the big gimmick that they're doing now is that you can switch through modes now. So a lot of guns have different switchable modes. I think the uh, the Mali one um, that that what is that that company they make uh all of the elemental weapons and so now with those guns you'll get elemental damage every time it's not a chance to set somebody on fire you're setting them on fire with every bullet um which is a welcome change but with the molly one weapons you'll be able to switch that so you can use you know you can use shock to take down somebody's shield and then switch to the alternate fire and then burn them with fire or burn them with corrosive or use the new radiation um elemental which is we're releasing slag this time and radiation will kind of do damage to enemies but then if they die by radiation they explode radiating other enemies around them and giving potential for a possible chain reaction um and so you that's missed, pretty, you forgot yeah. to mention something in the siren gameplay demo oh yeah like what the return of claptrap no not that the the boss fight against yeah. shiv the way, the way, how that fight ended, and what something you were able to do, some elemental stuff. I'm for, is this like related to the action skill stuff? I'm trying to remember. You can knock over, you knock over a, an explosive yeah. barrel. It starts leaking uh, oil or gas. Yeah, that's true. You shoot yeah. it, and he, and it, and it, and the, and it just turns to flame. Yeah, you you can now like they they switched up how barrels work, where barrels are actually. Sorry, I've moved around my mic trying to adjust myself. Um, yeah, the barrels around the environment aren't just things you shoot when enemies get close. You can now run up, punch them towards enemies, and then shoot them while they're close. Um, there's a lot more. This is another thing they said. The environments are going to be a lot more interactable in the gameplay we saw. You know, the cover was destructible. Parts of the environment were destructible. There were certain things you could shoot. Like what you're saying, they shot like some gear or something at the top of the environment. It shot out a bunch of oil. And then they just pushed over a fire barrel into it, waited for a psycho to come in and just shot him and just melted him with fire. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot more opportunities for that type of stuff, which I think is really cool. Um, and then, of course, you know, your characters, they only showed the siren and um, the other character, I believe his name is Zane. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the big thing they're pushing is that 
you know, there's only four characters, but you can play those characters in a lot more different ways so that, for example, if you're running with a four player squad and you all like the same, let's say you all like the siren, you can all play a slightly different siren. So you're not all filling the same combat roles, which is, you know, pretty great. So siren not only has so siren can be used as like an up close melee character because she has her big, you know, holographic arms. Um, but she can also do her phase lock, much like Maya's ability in Borderlands 2, so you can kind of hang back a little bit. Um, and then Zane's very similar as well. Well, Zane has his little um, robot turret that he can shoot out, similar to Bloodwing from Borderlands 1. Um, or he can, you know, have a clone of himself, so you can do a little bit like Zero type of uh, tomfoolery with enemies and trick them into shooting the decoy. Um, or you can use... Zane also has an ability to use two action skills at once instead of a grenade. Um, so you can, you know, maybe shoot out your turret on one hand and then switch over to your decoy with the other one. And you can use those in tandem. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of cool features in there. And, of course, they've talked about their Twitch extension, which if you're watching streamers play Borderlands on Twitch and they open a loot case, you can possibly get some of that loot <laughs> and then have some of the loot from their stream waiting for you in Borderlands 3 when you play it yourself. Um, they were doing a lot of that during the reveal event because they just had 150 stations there for people to stream right after the event ended. Um, but yeah, it just looks really cool. It looks really good. Um, the gameplay looks like they've improved the gunplay. They've improved the movement system. Um, There's also, mm -hmm. again, going back to the gameplay stuff, there are some, there's a returning faction that we know of. Is it? Oh yeah, Children of the Vault? No. Are we... Crimson Raiders, I the Crimson Raiders and the Children of the Vault. They were, uh, you were, you're sent by Lilith, I think that's her name. Yeah, yeah, Lilith is her name. Yeah, the the main character, or I guess the Vault Hunter that you're playing as, is you know working in tandem with the Crimson Raiders. So you got Lilith coming back. Um, Sanctuary Three is here. Um, Sanctuary is now a rocket ship, and we don't talk about Sanctuary Two apparently. I do not know why. I'm sure they'll answer that in the game itself. But yeah, Sanctuary is a ship that you use to travel from different planets. Um, you're going off of Pandora now. You're going to a whole bunch of different environments this time around. I think they said it was about four or five different planets, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, but yeah, you got all this stuff you're used to in the original Sanctuary. You got Mad Moxie's Diner there with slot machines and everything that you can use. Um, SDKs, which is the kind of upgrades to your ammo capacity, those are no longer bought with Iridium, which was kind of annoying to wait for Iridium to drop in order to, you know, upgrade ammo. Now that's all bought with cash straight from Marcus's uh, vendor. Which speaking means cash of, has uh, a reason they exist now. <laughs> speaking of Moxie, mm -hmm. I can't look at that character any the same anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is it just because of her? of her proportions or did something related to that happen? Uh, Jessica, ne on, I follow Jessica Negri on Instagram. Oh no. She dressed up as her once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's this or the, or there's Moxie, the game in game or this better version. <laughs> you, you've done, you've seen the promised land. Now there's not, there's nothing changing your, your mind at this point. Oh, now man. in the background now i'm just imagining in the background deliver us from prince of egypt is playing it's just blasting my god <laughs> and i'm oh, just man. like a shepherd from eat and in egypt nah i i don't think that's um i don't think that's in our destiny unfortunately <laughs> for as much as that uh, for as great as that might be 
Um, but for those of you who can look at Mad, Mad Moxie in the same way, <laughs> um, she's still going to be there. Of course, you got um, Ellie taking over the catch a ride system now um, for reasons that you can find out in Tales from the Borderlands if you haven't played that one. Um, and yeah, just Sanctuary's back. All a lot of the characters are back. Um, of course, Claptrap's here, yucking it up still. Um, Lilith is here. Uh, we've already saw Brick and Mordecai. And in the gameplay they showed, they we didn't actually see Brick, Mordecai, or Tiny Tina, or I guess not so Tiny Tina now. Um, you'll probably see her later on. But Reese made an appearance as well with the new voice actor. Um, new voice actor, you know, kind of emulates Reese pretty well. It, it's not Troy Baker, but. It's pretty easy to, you know, still see him as the same character, so it's not too much of an issue. Should, and, should we, should we bring up the whole claptrap thing? Yes, and <laughs> that's a perfect transition. I was literally about to do that. Um, so yeah, with that, speaking of voice acting stuff, um, of course, you guys already know about the Troy Baker situation, where you know someone asked, "Hey, we saw Reese in the reveal trailer. Does that mean you're in the game?" Troy said, "No." and that he wasn't asked and then you know randy pitchford went back they went back and forth that's old news now um because apparently the voice actor david david eddings yeah voice, the voice actor for of claptrap through all every single appearance he's he, every single game yeah. in game appearance in either borderlands one two or the pre-sequel yep yeah he's apparently he's been out he's no longer in borderlands 3 for Reasons that seemed a little fishy, um, yeah, but yeah, he's he mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. I think I think it was a similar type of thing where a fan, someone asked him if he if he would be returning returning his claptrap, and he said he wanted to get paid or he wanted to be paid for his service for his for his acting this time, and apparently they couldn't afford him, which which doesn't which there's that something's not right about that. I'll I'll there's a little bit of context here um, now. David Eddings wasn't just the voice actor for Claptrap. Of course, he was running a lot of stuff. He actually left. Uh, he he left Gearbox to go run um, to go head up uh, some operations over at Rooster Teeth Games. So that's why he's no longer at the studio. And of course, when offered to come back uh, to be the voice of Claptrap in Borderlands Three, he it seems like he he wanted a little bit more money than he got previously. Which I can kind of understand since, you know, he's a voice of Claptrap. That's like the character from Borderlands for the most part. But it seems like it's weird when... So first off, let's read his tweet when somebody asked him about it. So David Eddings on Twitter, um, when someone asked, are you still Claptrap in Borderlands 3? He said, quote, no, for the first time I insisted on getting paid for my performance and all of a sudden they couldn't afford me. Now I'm not telling them how to run their business, but maybe next time they should put the 12 million payment from 2K in the gearbox bank. Just saying. So clearly, there's some salt. Um, of course, if you guys remember previously from the episode we almost got blacklisted for, um, David Eddings is the same guy who was throwing a little bit of shade at Randy Pitchford when that whole um, Ep- epic, yeah, uh, store. Oh no, it wasn't the epic store stuff. It was when he lost that flash drive. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He he was the one throwing shade on on Twitter for that and confirming some people's fears. But um, yeah, he he clearly has a little bit of history with Gearbox, a little bit of negative history with Gearbox. But I, what it seems like is David Eddings was you know he was an executive, he he was a kind of a big up guy at Gearbox when he was there. So I don't exactly know. Um, 
I don't exactly know how his situation was when he voiced at the Claptrap. What I'm assuming happened is that they were he was already getting paid, you know, whatever the salary was for his work at Gearbox so, as so executive. What you're so you're saying is he was trying he wanted to double dip? I don't know if he wanted to double dip because if if he was asked to come back after, you know, leaving Gearbox, I don't think that's double dipping. What it seems like happened is that he was already he was already an executive. Then he was doing kind of Claptrap's voice on the side and wasn't being paid specifically for the voice work. That's what it seems like. So if that's the case, you know, that's that's not preferred. I don't like it. If you're doing, you know, multiple jobs, you should probably be getting paid for all those jobs. Um, but it seems like when they invited him back, he started asking for um, either more money than usual or just a proper salary for a voice actor. Um because, you know, voice actors aren't cheap, especially especially if you're, you know, an iconic character or a big name like Troy Baker, who's not in this game either. Um, I can imagine that, you know, it might be an issue. Well, hey, big names isn't too much of a problem. Ashley Birch is coming back for Tiny Tina. So, you know, make with that as you. But, yeah, it, it seems like David Edding, David Eddings just wanted to be properly paid as a voice actor this time around, which doesn't seem like that was happening originally. Um, and so that might be the issue going on here. So, yeah. So I just, I, mm-hmm. I just went to Google and just typed in, I was going to type in who is writing Borderlands 3. I literally stopped at who is writing. First thing, Borderlands 3. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, that's the big problem people had with Borderlands 2, the writing in it. They're like, are there less memes and blah, blah, blah. Mm, yeah. And, and, and the weird thing is this whole, this whole controversy with him it's kind of making people, you know, it's not going viral, but a lot of people are like, oh, man, Gearbox doesn't like to pay their voice actors and stuff like this. And it's like, I don't I don't know how how much of the Kool-Aid to drink, because like like we said, a lot of the cast is coming back. Um, like we said, Ashley Birch is here and I, Ashley Birch. I mean, she has a lot of integrity when it comes to stuff like that. She's the one who didn't come back for Life is Strange because they were going through a, a strike at the time. So, but she did write it. Yeah, she did help write it. Um, but the voice acting specifically, she was not a part of. Um, not until the DLC farewell episode when the strike was finally over. But um, she has some she she has yeah. some morals when it comes to this stuff. So the fact that she's here makes me a little skeptical to just call out everything and say that everything's fishy. So um, just just to hype both Life is Strange because I came. Should get should be should be a bigger deal than it is. I mean, I, well, yeah. I mean, I, I like I, this is very low low key, but I really want to know more about the web series that's happening because hmm. there's so much they could do. But on a serious note, I saw the trailer the trailer for get for, for the farewell episode. Yeah, it wrecked me. <laughs> Just the trailer did it to you. Yeah, because of like what's because of the plot and everything. Yeah. I mean, hey, it makes sense, but whew. <laughs> I'm, yeah. and I, I, I'm sort of have, having my Firefly like fl- flashbacks to where I could, I didn't want to watch it because or watch the finale because it, it only had there was only one season, and I I'd met successfully watched all of season one but the finale, and even watched and then watched Serenity, which was the movie, the feature film sequel, was, and I man. and then I just. Because of how the episodes were numbered or were put out at the time, yeah, uh-huh. back in 01, 02, they were put out out of order. So I watched an episode, 
I was thinking, I'm thinking, it's a really good episode. It's that it was it was the series finale. <laughs> Damn, so <laughs> But thank God with since video games it's a different beast. Wow. You I really... do not that that will not happen. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can play a game episode out of order unless you're trying to. Or unless it's Detroit become no, what's the one? Beyond Two Souls. That's the one that was out of order. Um Well well there they did do a version where an ins like a, a a like in order version of the game. Yeah, they they released that after the fact, I believe. And I think if you play the PS4 one, you can just start from default playing. Oh. But the real thing I was trying to say or get that is yeah. mm-hmm. the big pu- the big punch to the game, like punch to the gut, is that Mike Mike Mikey Newman, who's who had there's who's I'm not sure what his status is right now. He he's doing a he's a YouTuber now. He makes videos about movies that are actually really well. Yeah, because he ha- he had to resign from his, he was he was slated he was going to be the right he was going to write the game. Which I'm not, did he through. did he had a, he health problems? Um, I don't remember if he had health problems. That sounds that sounds plausible. That sounds yes, but I don't know for certain. I thought he just went on because his passions just changed. That's what I thought. Um. Oh yeah, faces health. Yeah, that's. Okay, that was, yeah, this one that was from about two years ago. Okay, yeah, so yeah, he 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 was facing something. I'm not exactly sure what those health issues were. It, it probably was something, you know, making uh, multiple him... cirrhosis. Oh damn! Really? Oh, that's that sucks, man. Multiple sclerosis. That's that's no joke. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, that's pretty rare too. Hopefully, um, oh, and man. and. It's a shame. I'm really. It's a, re- a real damn shame to do because, I, I, have you read his the the uh, Borderlands comics that the two tra- tra- uh, trade paperbacks came out um, that he that he actually wrote for the oh, game. No, I didn't. I didn't check those out. No, I'm, it sounds it, like they were great. The first one was was about was Fall of Firestone. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm blanking. I'm for, I'm forgetting what the. I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to up Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Google Cast, everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, Borderlands Origins. Okay. It was came out in 2012. Or that's when issue one came out. Mm-hmm. Is this for? Is this a comic book series based off of Borderlands one or two or pre Well, they issue they they came out September and ended in March. It was only four issues. Oh. Okay. There were there were origins for. Characters like uh, Roland, uh, Lilith, Maya, Marcus, Steele, hmm, uh, Mordecai, Scooter, Bloodwing. Damn, Origins of Bloodwing. Okay. Then the, the the last issue was. It's basically a. It's not. It's basically a. Is it like a prequel, but just for the characters, less. For- it's actually how is. It's actually what's happening during the bus ride in the first game. Oh. That's pretty like neat. Hmm. So That's, I might need to check this one out. Get myself ready for well, for Bre- it. It varies for, for for different characters. Like for, for Roland, it's him. He's waiting for the bus, and he and he remember, and it's a all. It's a the whole thing is a flashback. Yeah. Uh, for Lilith, it's she's waiting for the bus. For Mordecai, it's it, more for Mordecai. He's just laying in. The, he's he'd been laying in the dirt for eight hours, like. <laughs> Knocked out. Christ. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
And with Brick, like for the final issue, it's him getting on the bus, and mm. Ro- Roland asks what asks Brick what his story is, and Lilith asks him his name, and no, and this this is canon by the way. Yeah. When she asks him what his name is, he simply hands her a brick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's well. Hey, I wouldn't. I expect nothing less from Borderlands canon. I guess. Oh man. So yeah, gonna miss him. Gonna miss Mikey. Um, wow, Mikey Newman. Yeah, that's the name. Why did I think I was? I, I, oh, Paul Newman. I was thinking of Paul Newman for a second. Anywho, um, yeah, gonna miss Mikey on the writing this time around. But he at least he was able to pitch in and edit the reveal trailer. So was able to contribute in some small way. But the series will truck on. Um, and also, real quick, because um, I don't want to, I don't want to stay too long on the Borderlands stuff. But there's also been some microtransaction uh, concerns yes. about Borderlands and, Three. Um, and Randy Pitchford has been hasn't been the best part. Hasn't been the nicest guy about it. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a hot mess. So what we're it's, talking about it's, specifically? It's what, it's what people will call a touchy subject right now. Oh, it's definitely touchy. Um, and it's become such a bigger thing than it needed to be because we're going to get into this. Um, so basically, during the reveal event, uh, there was a point in which Randy said um, something. I'm not going to exact quote him, but he said something along the lines of, hey, our game is not going to have any free-to-play microtransactions, so no alternate currencies, no pay-to-win stuff, none of that junk. Um, so he, he effectively said something along those lines, so you can get with it. And shortly after the reveal event was over people went online and or people by people i mean certain publications in this case uh game informer posted an article in which they said hey despite randy on stage saying there are no microtransactions we've talked to some people and we talked to some developers at this at the event and they've confirmed there are microtransactions now of course what the- what they what they probably meant or like what, custom custom skins and custom like, like emotes. Exactly. That's that's what they're planning on doing. They're planning on having um, custom skins, emotes, just cosmetic items that you can buy with micro. It's likely. I, I, going to- actually, when I was when I saw that, like when the in the gameplay demo when when she when when the siren was going to the echo like like editing stuff at the echo state uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And once I saw emotes, I got a horrible flashback to Fallout 76. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm sure it won't be Fallout 76 again, but hey, man. Especially in a when it's a social game like this, emotes help. Emotes are fun. Borderlands 2 feels weird without emotes, to be honest. Especially in a game, in, in a time and place where every game like that has it. So it, it makes sense. But, um, but yeah, so... I feel like this isn't really a story. I feel like it's really not that big of a deal. It became a big deal when, upon seeing Game Informer's article about this, Randy Pitcher actually got on Twitter replying directly to their tweet. And I'm just going to read his two tweets. They're pretty short. Um, Come on, guys. Shitty clickbait headline. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes not being in our game. Why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond me. Thanks a lot. So <laughs> that's really the thing. Like there have been multiple articles, you know, you know, head of Gearbox lashes out about Micros and Jacksons and stuff like that. It seems like his 
his passion <laughs> uh, right here is what's really making this a big deal. Um, they, I mean, they've, they're already doing, you know, a season pass for all of their, you know, story content that they're going to be adding later. Um, and they just need ways to consistently monetize the game because that's what every game is about now in the year 2018, 2019. What year is it? Um, I but, shouldn't be allowed to say anything because I pre-ordered this game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I pre-ordered it too, but they haven't taken the money out of my account so I could cancel it easily. Um, and I got the collector's edition too, so God help me. Um, so, as did I. Hey, turn up. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Um, but yeah, I just don't feel like this is that big of a deal and people are so worried about, oh man, is this game going to have some terrible microtransactions? And I think the narrative of just, it's just gotten muddied because of him lashing out. It's just put a spotlight on this to the point where people were putting a spotlight on this. The, the first people to put a spotlight on this are more or less saying this for the fact of, hey, Randy Pitchford, he's here, you know. He shouldn't be, you know, calling out people on Twitter in that way. It's not even a call out. It's more like like the articles are saying. It's more of a lash out. Um, he just it's not a good look to be talking like that on Twitter. Um, just calmly reply to to the tweet with the correct answer rather than why would you guys fuck me on this? That just seems very amateurish and childish. But what it is. There's. To, yeah, th- there's only one way I can process this. <laughs> and again, it's a, and like like always, it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, I saw that coming. Uh, during during uh, the nine, early nineties, there was a there was a steroid trial or investigation and then trial, uh, and one there was uh, I think I want to say it was Alpha who was working with at the WWF at the time. Yeah, he uh, Vince, someone was on the was on the stand, on the witness stand. Mm-hmm. And he mouthed the words to, and he 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 and the judge mm-hmm. locked eyes, and he he simply mouthed the words "not guilty." Wow! <laughs> so it's sort of he's sort of, the the whole th- and that what I'm trying to say with that is that Ava, much like Randy Pitchford, very committed to to their their stuff. Yeah, <laughs> certainly, and also. Sounds like they're putting their foot in their mouth a lot too, <laughs> um, and I mean with this with this attention that he's gotten on himself, people have taken this to be like, oh, so he says it's all cosmetic now, and then they go back and when when Jason Schreier and announced that hey, Battleborn is going to be free to play later, and then Randy immediately got on Twitter and was like, hey, this is false, it's not going to be free to play, and then a couple months later, or I think maybe like a year and a half later, of course, Battleborn is now free to play. And became free to play. So, yeah. I thought no one plays it. Well, yeah, no one plays it. That's why it's free to play. Because <laughs> we had to pay for it. No, <laughs> no offense, Randy. Would. No offense. Please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Battleborn. I'm not going to say Battleborn's a bad game. It's just not what people wanted at the time. That's just how it works. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, that's just a non starter. I didn't want to devote too much attention to this. Um, because we'll see what their monetization system is once the game actually comes out. Um, it's going. The game's going to be at E3. The game's going to be at PAX. Excuse me. Yeah, it's going to be at it's going to be at E3, which is less than a month away. Yeah. God, that's fucking crazy to think about. But yeah, it, we 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 got plenty of time to see this game, and plus it's going to be at Guardian Con too for all the Destiny folks out there. So we'll we'll see the game throughout its lifetime. We'll see where the cookie crumbles. I don't know if that's how that sentence should have ended, but that is where it's going to end. And we're going to... Wow, was that a hiccup? Oh, God. 
So we're going to go over to these last two stories right here. Um, the next... Oh, uh, uh-huh. Have you heard... Did you are you remember are you a member of the Giant Palm Facebook group? Um I am. I'm I'm barely in there though. Did you see what was the or what what was posted in there today about um about EA mentioning that more stuff about Fallen Order would be seen in a oh, month yeah. at E3. At, at well at EA Play and then E3. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't see that in Giant Bomb, but I did see that on Twitter earlier. Oh no, today. it 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 was it, they announced it. They said announced it on Instagram. Yes, yes. Which is a weird place to announce that, but it makes sense. And that and the mass calling again for Skate Four. Good God! Of course. Um. I mean, and like that's I mean because that's a, that's a historical thing with Giant Bomb. Or that's an historical bit. That's a historical bit with EA. <laughs> like, even outside of Giant Bomb, people just comment on all their stuff. Hey, Skate 4 coming? Where's Skate 4? That, that yeah. Burnout 5 or whatever. Like, uh, in the in the, in the the uh, Giant Bomb cast episode where it originated, Jeff is just saying, he, like, he's saying the, peop- the, the names of the people saying everything. The first comment on the thing in the Giant Bomb group, Burger Dicks will be avenged. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good and Hunt, our very own Hunter Davenport, hmm. simply put, listed what did basically, or simply just typed, down, like, going down, S-K-A-T-E, space, four. God, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> Oh man, gotta love the Giant Bomb Facebook group. Always good for memes. <laughs> but um, speaking of memes, uh, the next well, we are gonna see some more Fallen Order E3. I felt I felt like that was obvious. Like you know, we we knew they were gonna show us some more of that game before it comes out. So I that, I didn't feel like making that a new story. But um, once again, speaking of memes, Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailers come out. People are talking yeah. about it. People are this is one of those things. This is one of those things where, I, like, I saw a bunch of memes about it. Like, poor James Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> because they show a picture of him and Sonic in the car, and that, and right above it, it's a picture of him and Peter Rabbit in the car. <laughs> yeah, just getting shafted left and right. And I accidentally showed my niece, my seven-year-old niece, the, the, the no. I showed her the picture of of Sonic the the photoshopped Sonic with uh, with teeth for eyes. Oh God! Did she cry? I uh, she she yeah, she she did a a, a low volume or she kind of she went she went, <laughs> she went ah. <laughs> That's the appropriate way to respond to that. Um, yeah, this this whole thing I don't know. See, I I kind of have faith. Talking about the movie in the trailer itself on its own merits, because of course you guys have seen the memes. Um, people are just roasting the design of Sonic just all over Twitter and the rest of the internet um, to the point where I'm like, okay, we get it. You don't like the design, that's fine. But I, uh huh. Have you seen the recut that, uh, like the uh, the re edits that people are making to his face? The re edit of the trailer that uh, IGN's Seth Macy did. I. Oh yeah, he put it on Twitter. I didn't stop to watch it though. 
it was really it, it was as Hunter put it in the Phantom Zone pod chat. Seth Macy doing God's work. Yeah, I mean, did he just change the what exactly did he do? He made it look much more how it should look. Oh, did he change the design or did he just edit it with different music that wasn't Gangster's Paradise? I don't remember off the top of my head because there's been I've done a lot of been doing a lot of stuff this week. Mm, makes sense. <laughs> Fair enough. While you're talking, I will try to rec- try to find it. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and say my piece then real quick while you're while you're in route for that. Um, yeah, just looking at the movie, I mean, of course Jim Carrey's Doctor Eggman. We know Jim Carrey can be funny, so I'm sure he's gonna you know give a nice performance in this one um he's been doing a lot of serious stuff recently but especially since ace ventura is still this is still the guy who did ace ventura peck detective so i'm expecting him to bring the funny um this this is the man who did men on the moon this is the man who did the truman show this is the man who did the grinch yeah dumb and dumber one and two (laughs) i had to think about it for a minute yeah there there's a lot of there's a lot of good still left in Jim Carrey, especially now. Like, I think he's only getting better with age. So, like, that one. Um, and even James Marston. I, I don't know too many movies with him in it, but, like, of course he was in that movie, or Peter Rabbit, which, you know, you referenced that screen cap. And he's also going to be in this one. I remember him from Death at a Funeral, the the American remake, um, with, like, Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence in it. Um he was really great in that. Like literally at the beginning of the movie, he takes volume and he's just high the whole. So uh, he's really good at some, you know, zany off the wall humor. So I think he's going to be good in this, or at least I think he has the potential to be good in this. Um, have, so, ha, side mm-hmm. note, have you, ever, have you ever seen the original version of Death at a Funeral? Death at a, yeah. I, I think it's on Netflix. I have not. I think I added it to my list a long. Ironically, Peter Dinklage is in both, both movies that's playing the same character doing same exact thing happens that's true yeah i i didn't i didn't realize i thought peter dinklage was only in the remake i didn't realize he was in both that's kind of crazy actually yeah death at a funeral is no longer on netflix i just checked um but yeah uh it's kind of interesting to see what uh what what damn i just lost my train of thought oh okay um yeah it's i'm just a little bit like jaded now because everyone's just crapping all over this movie and sure just this the design makes people you know lose confidence in that this movie is going to be good and i'm not even a sonic fan i don't really care about the movie that much but man people just shit on it so much to the point where i mean now they've announced that the design is going to be um and that's probably due directly to people just dragging that design through the mud all over the internet over the last few so yeah like mm -hmm. mm-hmm either doing saying having a before and after where the before is the one that was the original design for the film and the after being or people saying how it should should look and the after being like sonic him from the eight from the 90s yeah pretty much and then like just a bunch of redraws and re-edits of of the character just with like bigger eyes and stuff like that like they all look good and everything, but I, I once again I said this on Twitter too, where I, I feel weird if you know people roasting, if people getting on Twitter to make fun of a movie character, 
is enough to get them to redesign a whole character six months before a movie comes out. I wonder if that's a good precedent to to set because, man, like, this is the same thing that happened completely off topic, but this is the same thing that happened with Eminem's last album where he released Revival. A lot of people hated it. Reviews just drug it through the mud and everything. And then, sure enough, eight months, nine months later, he comes out with Kamikaze, which is really just a response to all the hate the last album. So... And I love that album, but it's like, man, it's not. I don't. I just don't know if that's a healthy mindset to be in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's like, oh man, they didn't like it. Let me do the exact opposite, because it kind of shows like. So were you not confident in your original creative vision enough to stand by it? Because as soon as people had issues with it, you just switch it up. In, and I don't know. It's just fishy. I, I just don't like the whole situation. I, I'm glad that you know. I'm glad that things are changing, I guess, but man, it's just a weird, the, the whole situation is weird to me. I don't know. Um, and I don't know if you've had the chance to find that Seth Macy trailer. I did not, but I found something even better. Ooh, okay, fine. What? What is it? No, I hate you. <laughs> this is terrible. Because, no, Weird Al actually tw- tweeted about the movie, the trailer as well. Yeah, he he tweeted about the trailer saying it's weird that they used the cover of Amish Paradise over this over the trailer. And you just shared me a version of this trailer with Amish Paradise playing instead of Gangster's Paradise. And I could sit here and watch the whole three minute thing, but that would be irresponsible to do on a podcast. Um but yeah, the the whole the whole situation is just gross and icky Look, to if me. If there's one thing you just if there's one thing you just need to know, it's that Jacob Plows. <laughs> yes he does he plows greatly um, <laughs> I don't know if that was appropriate to add but whatever um, so yeah Did, was there anything you wanted to talk about when it comes to the Sonic movie stuff uh, another wrestling thing <laughs> I just that I, I love it because, I, because I'm in so many wrestling groups on Facebook someone someone shared that uh, have you played any of the wrestling games Um, For, or any of the recent rep ones like you know like 2k and everything yeah um i haven't played a wrestling game in maybe five years i played some last generation just not this. okay there's a there's a commentator color commentator named Corey graves used to be a wrestler but he blew out his knee uh okay I and his career ended he had to switch he had to, go, he had to become a commentator but yeah i can i can yeah he, I, i'm he I'm put he he put out a tweet along the lines of saying that I'll actually, I this I can actually bring up. Mm-hmm. It's it's something along. Or, or I almost uh, found it. Ooh. Y'all have cha- have hedgehog shamed Sonic into changing his appearance. Don't worry, Sonic. You're beautiful, no matter what the internet says. Hashtag outrage. <laughs> God, man, I don't I don't even know anymore what to do. <laughs> this Sonic. I don't know. I don't know if he's if it was his work or a shoot. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a joke. Like I've seen so I don't many know. Twitter comments that are like y'all body shame Sonic into into surgery or something like that. <laughs> like it's it's just weird, man. The whole situation's just odd. It just eh, it's it's a weird situation to find myself in with a lot of internet stuff and I don't know. I could go into a whole diatribe about it, but we're we're two hours in. <laughs> Look, I, I mean I will see this this is one of the movies that I'm probably going to see. Oh yeah, I'll probably be there. I don't know if I'll be there opening weekend, but I'll probably see it, if not in theaters. I will be there opening weekend because Mm. lately Jim Carrey has been doing, hasn't been doing, 
Like I, I really there was a period where I didn't like anything he did because he was associated with anti-vaxxers and he was himself an anti-vaxxer, hmm. saying things that autism is a, like a essentially a plague or is <sighs> like a disease. Oh God! And my me myself being autistic. Yeah. yeah, I can understand how that would be bad. <laughs> Ugh. But thankfully, he got away from said person. Unfortunately, Donnie Wahlberg. Just slid in. <laughs> that are we talking about, Miss McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. The the the, the, the not talented one. Yes, the the untalented Miss McCarthy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the physical bonuses of that are worth the mental detriments. <laughs> really, don't think. Um, but yeah, so now you're coming around on him. I know he has that show on uh on Showtime called Kidding. That I kind of want to watch. I have Showtime through Spotify, so I might check that out one of these days. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel you. Um, and plus, I, I it's been so long since we've seen him in a comedic a com- role, yeah, like yeah, like a hard, like a goofy comedic role. Exactly. That, he, that's what he built himself on. His yeah. And like he's, I feel like he's definitely done the thing where a lot of these comedians that become actors, they want to be taken seriously as actors. So they do a lot of serious projects. And he's done a lot of that, you know, from the mid 90s to the, you know, last couple, probably last decade. But I, I think he, with Dumber Dumber 2 that came out a couple of years ago as well, he's starting to get comfortable doing some comedies again. So I'm excited to see him, you know, be goofy. Um, and like, like that. That's still that was released of or that meme or not I don't know if it's a meme or still of him with the with the iconic oh the Robotnik. big Eggman mustache yeah mm, yeah he looked on point I, I, yeah I mean that I was like I'm sold mm-hmm. just on that and someone and I agree with whoever said this or, or wrote it on Twitter this could be the last ten minutes and I would I'd still watch it. <laughs> I mean, I feel just to see that moment realized, I have a feeling that's going to be like the final battle. I don't think it'll be the last 10 minutes, but probably the last 30. He'll have that that mustache on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I'm probably going to see it. Um, something tells me I I don't know. I have this hope in my heart just because I'm a little jaded that everyone shat on it so quickly and so extremely. I want to see this movie be good. Um, I will I mean, I want everything to be good, but I, I just want it to go against people's expectations that it's going to be bad. And I hope it's, you know, self-aware and everything. And I hope it really surprises some people. So, hey, well, I guess we'll find out come, when does that movie come out? Come November 8th. <laughs> God, that's such a long time from now. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, I, that's oh, that's going to be a bad, oh man, I want people to see it then. Why? Something happening November 8th? That will be the. There's a game coming out, I think. Is there? No, it's a very sad. So let's just say that someone we lost. I lost someone uh, close to me about a week before. A week before that. Ah, uh, okay. So you'll be not in a Sonic mood, maybe, or maybe Sonic might help you. Sonic might. Sonic might be the medicine you need. I don't know. <laughs> I may be trying to calm. My, either my brother or his daughter down. Mm, yeah, yeah. We I think we discussed this last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Um, well, hey, once again, it's a possibility that Sonic can bring 
everyone together. Um, but <laughs> enough about Sonic. Um, we're going to go ahead and get on to this last news story. Oh, of But before yeah. we move off of Sonic. Oh, yeah, please go ahead. Hopefully either in the after this podcast goes up or in the week after, there will be an LHG plays of a certain Sonic game. <laughs> Not going to say which one because there's a lot of them. Yes. But there will be one. Yes. Look, look forward to that. And it will likely be a, a dumpster fire. <laughs> so because it was a game that that was that was developed around the time, or that m- myself and my former friends played a lot of because it looked awesome, bro. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna say the name of the game for the sake of letting people be surprised, but I think that's in my Steam library, and I think I'm about to download it <laughs> just out of sheer curiosity. <laughs> and Yep, there it is. I'm gonna try that out, <laughs> and I'll come back is to it, you. Does it have does it have controller support, or is it, or you got to do mouse and keyboard? I'm sure it has controller support. It'd be crazy if it didn't. Yeah, it has controller support. Yeah, I'm good. It's also on sale for five bucks. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I might as well buy it. Yeah, right. Actually, do you know how much I had to pay pay for it? How was it not on sale? How much was it? On uh, it was about I think either fifteen or twenty dollars. On the Xbox store? Jesus. <laughs> that seems a little ludicrous. Yet, an- a certain, another bad game that I'm, I, I'm sure I will do an, L- an LHG plays for was Sex 99. Sex 99? Sex. Oh, six ninety nine. You, you you just have a dirty mind. Your mind's in gutter. I, I thought you were saying the name of the game, and I was like, the game's called Sex ninety nine. What is, what the hell? Um, but yeah, that makes more sense. Well, hopefully that, hopefully whatever the game is isn't bad enough to not be worth the six ninety nine you paid for it. I guess I guess that will be fine, or that will be found out in time as well. Um, but I will say the de- I'll yeah. say the developer. It was yeah. made by Chrome Studios. Or formerly, the art, the artist, the developers, formerly known as Chrome. Mm, formerly known, okay. Very ominous they, warning. They were they made uh, the Hellboy game. They made the Conan, the Barbarian game, the one from two thousand seven. Yeah, the hack and slasher. Mm, yeah, so some quality stuff. <laughs> Certainly, um, they were they were the brash entertainment for uh, Australia. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes it kind of reminds me of Blast Entertainment. If you know who Blast is, yeah, I remember them. Oh yeah, God, all the shovelware, <sighs> Shutter. Um, speaking of Shutter, I'm sure a lot of well, I don't I don't know if you have anything more to say on Sonic, but I'm gonna go ahead and switch on to the thing that has all these Steam users shuddering in their boots, and that is the acquisition of Psionics by Epic Games. Sionix, of course, being the developer of Rocket League. Now, for you guys, who... I'm I'm very happy for this. I'm ha- I'm happy I'm for Sionix. I'm happy for Jeremy Dunham. Yes, exactly. I'm happy for Jeremy Dunham as well. I'm happy for the whole team because I feel like I got to know the whole team through the uh, No Clip documentary that came out a couple years back. I feel yeah, like I, I mean the reason I'm I'm not the reason I'm excited for, I'm happy for him is because of the whole mag thing. Yeah, he. I feel bad for him on that because he he. he I feel bad for him and Chris Roper because yeah. they they were they're both part of the team. Are Chris Roper works at Psionics? Or I'm not sure. 
because I know he worked at Zipper with him, but yeah, yeah, they they actually did a podcast, and that was my when Ajen was going when th- people were leaving in cha- in like 2010. Mm-hmm. That was the, the Zipper podcast. Yeah, and that just sounded that just sounded wrong. The Zipper podcast. It's only wrong that, if you make it. Uh, that the podcast that they put out. Mm-hmm. It made me feel very. It made me feel like I had just stepped back in time. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. Sobering might be the word for it, but it's a blast from the past, indeed. Um, so yeah, we're we're happy to see all those, especially like we said, Jeremy Dunham and Chris Roper. But Jeremy Dunham, who's at Psionics now, he was originally at Zipper, worked on Mag, wrote Unit 13, and of course we know what happened to Zipper after the release of SOCOM 4, unfortunately. And Jeremy Dunham was a a mainstay at IGN for over a decade. Yep, and many of us know him probably from either GameScoop or Podcast Beyond, so um, yeah, shout out to him. Glad. He -hmm. he was, actually, he, he, he... by the time he was he was an OG podcast beyond so to speak yeah <laughs> as in he was one of the, he was he was there for episode 1 and he wasn't even part of the PlayStation team he was already like climbing the the ladder if you will at IGN yeah he was just at the desk next to it <laughs> next to the podcast recording um yeah so but hey humble beginnings right now look at where he's at now he's got the secured the bag of a lifetime by getting some real good job security over at epic games so um good on them over there uh i'm I'm just it's good to see them all getting success but the issue arises when you see how people are reacting now uh rocket league it's a big game on all platforms it's big on xbox it's big on ps4 i didn't i I, the first um borderlands and sonic i know i i did my research on please tell me that people aren't review bombing People are already they are review bombing Rocket League. <laughs> that is definitely happening. Um, now, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like people. Because here's the thing: they they're uncertain, like players, but specifically the developers themselves are uncertain on the future of Rocket League when it comes to Steam. Now they said that they're not taking it off of Steam. Um, like they're they're planning late to late this year. They're going to be putting Rocket League on Epic Game Store. So that's going to happen later down the road. They haven't exactly said what they're going to do once Rocket League appears on the Epic Game Store, but they did say they're keeping it on Steam and the Steam version's getting support, you know, forever. But people, because they haven't straight up said we're not taking it off of Steam when it comes to Epic Game Store, because they haven't said that explicitly, people are already assuming the worst. I, I'm subscribed to the Rocket League subreddit. People in there are on fire. <laughs> like, people are just exploding and they're just really angry and just confused and upset and just disappointed and all these other negative things. When I think just outside looking in, who's not like a big Steam guy, um, not a big PC guy in general, I think this is great news. Sionics is getting, you know, a lot of security here. Um, they had a, of course, their team ballooned in size because of the success of Rocket League. Um, and now they don't have to worry about trying to get another hit later on down the road to try and stay afloat. Epic Games is going to be able to support them for a while. Um, with And I feel like you know Rocket League and Fortnite are very similar types of games um, in that you know they're very easy to get a hold of. You know you play them with friends, really fun, all ages, 
on on a lot of different platforms they might actually work with epic games to maybe bring rocket league to you know mobile devices and stuff like that potentially which could be exciting well, one started out as a started out free to play mm. or started out free depending on where you look where you were looking and and what by oh, that i mean i give you when mean. when rocket league first came out what was it 2015 2016 yeah 2015 i want to say it was uh, free with PlayStation Plus for a month, and yep. that and that just the word of mouth just yeah it was like a bomb went off mm-hmm. for for many years after that it was the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game of all time like I think for a good two or three years after that it still had that title um, and they are reaping the benefits of that good word of mouth on all platforms to this day. Um, and of course they're on switch now. Um, yeah, they, they are really doing well. So I think it's a good thing, but you know, people, the second you say Epic store, Epic games, anything, people just lose their minds if they're PC gamers. And I understand the concern. I understand the worry, but especially by the time that, cause Epic has already put out the roadmap for things that they're planning on introducing to the store. By the time that uh, Psyonix brings Rocket League to the Epic Game Store, they're already going to have achievements. They're already going to have cloud saving. They're already going to have all these other features that you know people would hope and want from you know a a modern launcher nowadays. Or if not every feature, all the most important ones, like I said, achievement, cloud saving, all that stuff. That stuff's going to be there. So by the time it comes, it won't even be too big of a deal. And similar, this is a similar thing that you run into when you think about the Borderlands 3 exclusivity. By the time it comes, a lot of those features are going to be there. So, you know, crying about lack of features now is kind of a moot point. Um, and, you know, it, it's more reason to celebrate. I just want to congratulate Psyonix on um, just getting, like, I'm just happy that they are in a secure place now. Where it's not just, hey, let's ride the wave of this one successful hit until we until we got to figure something else out. Now they have time to, you know, make more calculated moves. And Rocket League is probably not going to die anytime soon. But once it starts waning, they have more security to try and figure out the next thing. So, yeah, good on them. Good on them. Congrats to everybody at Psyonix. Was there anything else you wanted to say before I uh, switch on out of here? I don't, I don't, this, this whole thing, this whole, like, beef so to speak like Steam I did, I did, I did. games yeah this whole the whole east coast west coast <laughs> like situation is game are there whoa gabe newell is biggie and tim sweeney is tupac <laughs> who shook knight oh damn uh fuck i don't know <laughs> i'll i'll come back to you johnny on that. johnny john vignaki is shook knight <laughs> john vignaki is shook knight <laughs> Please make that the, the title of the episode. Oh my God, John Vignacchi is Suge Knight. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm incorporating that in this episode. I have to. That's too perfect. Okay, uh, I, I'm gonna again go back to wrestling because this, what I actually this is gonna. Um, I've been seeding this whole thing with what it's gonna lead in with the, the whole re, whole wrestling thing because it's gonna lead into something once we're done with the episode. Yes, indeed. Or or so it's gonna be one of the things I plug. Okay. Uh, there's, there's WWE, and there's this new promotion called AEW All Elite Wrestling. AEW. So like A. There's WWE and AEW. Oh, so A. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop doing that. That's just silly. But 
Yeah, so they got the two different ones. WWE, WWE hasn't had major competition since for for over twenty years. Hmm. Okay. The like they ever since like WrestleMania or March or April of nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. They from 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 ninety five to ninety seven or some point ninety eight. Mm-hmm. It was about eighty four eighty six weeks where Nitro. One was beating them in the ratings. Oh, okay, yeah. And the I, the thing I don't get is the people who are on top are they they're too late. They don't want to. There's a whole thing where there's that old saying, which I'm actually ironically blanking on. <laughs> this classic saying. Uh, competition is. Or I'm gonna paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Competition is good. Competition creates can can bring bring out different ideas different ways to tackle things yeah reasonable that's a reasonable accusation (laughs) so for example there are games that are on that there are games on the epic store that are cheaper or that some games are cheaper yeah some games take like 20 percent off i think metro exodus did that and some other bigger budget titles and uh, certain games like trover saves the universe yeah, that too. The Justin Roiland game, that's 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 counted. Yeah, certainly. Got some other ones too, I believe. And like War Z, that's not forty dollars. That's thirty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, it's an, it's, a, it's an Epic Store exclusive as well. Yeah. So yeah, with the pay cut, because Steam takes so much more of the pay cut from the revenue. Um, Epic is able to. If people who put it on Epic, they're make taking so much money back anyway that they can afford to lower the price a little bit the whole thing i'm trying to get at is mm-hmm. it can it can this has possibility to bring out the best in in valve and epic mm. and that i basically just paraphrased mcfoley his line from the 2004 2003 2004 uh documentary the monday night war yes, sir oh. i mean i tend to get like i'm often gifted with steam cards hmm that's a good problem to have, <laughs> but the thing is, I own most. I I, I tend to I own a lot of Steam games, and it's hard to find good recommendations. So you're are you? Is it like a problem of there's just too many games on there? Yeah, because it's the leading plat, the leading like place to store to get games on PC. Uh-huh. There's it's hard to tell what's good and what's bad, and what's porn. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that's a big issue. I desperately want to pre-order. There are certain games I want to get on the the, the Epic Store, mm-hmm. like The Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, that's going to be a big one when that comes out. And there are games that I don't want to get on the Steam Store, like PC Bowling Simulator, <laughs> which it which is which is on sale by the way, thirty percent off. Ooh, shout out to that. Not not they're sponsored by them by Steam in any way. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm just. Are you just like lukewarm on it? I'm mad. The only thing I'm mad about is that people are resorting to review bombing. Yeah, it's, it's something that Steam still hasn't done anything anything about. This has been happening for. This has happened multiple times. Well, I will say in their defense, a bit um, they have implemented a system where. Um, they started this with Borderlands 2 when, you know, the big controversy with Borderlands 3 being exclusive there. 
Um, they have a system in place where if they notice a bunch, an influx of negative or positive reviews, or actually it's just negative. If they notice an influx of negative reviews coming out of nowhere, suddenly they, they investigate it or they don't investigate it. They immediately, uh, siphon those off and don't include those into the total, um, score. So into the aggregate, yeah, into the aggregate. So when you're visiting the page, just sight unseen, not knowing any of the controversy, you'll see the original reviews that are actually talking about the game, and it'll just not include the big influx of negative re- of negative reviews that came in. Now, it takes a while for that to activate. I remember when it happened to Borderlands Two; it took about a day or two, and then it was starting to shake in place. Um, Rocket League. This I think this Rocket League news just happened this past Thursday. Um, and we're recording on Saturday, so it might be up now. I am not entirely sure, but yeah, they they've they have a system for it. Even that system isn't perfect. I I feel like maybe don't let you include the review if you haven't a played the game or b haven't played over a certain amount of hours or something like that. But then again, some of these people who are most passionate are the people who are like, oh, I got two hundred hours logged, so it may be an issue. I really don't know the way to get around it, but there has to be some type of way. There must be. Yeah, I mean, like, with my Steam reputation, there are certain games that, because I've gone through, in the past six years, I've gone through three computers. Oh, boy. (laughs) One was because, well, one was, before, was Priest, was one I had from, like, 2010. Hmm. Yeah, that that last that lasted actually about five years. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Which one is the one you told uh, me about where it shouldn't? That have been was working? the middle one. Okay, yeah, the middle the, one. the one I immediately got after. Yeah, that does. And that yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised one you have is actually still going. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had any but, issues. Thankfully, so. I'll, I'll give you an example of a game, a certain game that I'm scared to buy again because. <laughs> I don't know if I don't want like you don't want it to crash your thing. I'm just no. I, I'm scared of of Steam saying or Steam growing sentient, <laughs> like the like an AI a mad AI going sentient and saying you you have lied, so we're banning you. Wow. It's just it's just one it's just one of those very irrational nightmares. <laughs> very rational. W- which when near mm-hmm. when near automata came out first came out I was I bought it. Yeah. And then I tried playing it, and I had to return it, or I had to I had to ref- get a refund because it it it, it had it would like it was I was having frame rate problems, it was stuttering. Hmm. Yeah, that's a dang shame. So, what's stopping you from getting it now on your new system and everything? Well, it is on sale right now on Steam. Yeah, shout out to that Golden Week sale. You should get it. I'm just gonna say that right now. I own it on PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I I want to get it again on on PC, hmm. but I don't want to get a message saying you lied about it not working that time. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Especially, I mean, Steam has the if you give them permission, they have the ability to like look at the specs that you're using on any given machine, so they'll be able to tell if you were playing it on a different system than then. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I don't. What I don't advocate buying a game three times anyway, but we already know that's not going to stop you. So, um, I, I I don't think you're going to run into an issue with that. So yeah, I I, I also yeah. 
I don't know if you saw the, the Lassar Games chat earlier. Um, that eBay order I put in. No, what what did you order? I bought uh, Spy Hunter One, Two, and Nowhere to Run on for Xbox for the original <laughs> Xbox. Oh my God, why do you do this to yourself? I've never played Spy Hunter game. Okay, but is that like a franchise that people are like, oh man, dude, you got to try Spy Hunter. I just don't it, know if that's one to go back to. I, I've i heard good things. Not about the Nowhere to, Nowhere to Run game. That was when they were trying to get, make a movie happen with The Rock. <laughs> even, even though he was in the game, the movie never happened. <laughs> Funny how that works. And now that I have my... I, I'm using my second Elgato for Xbox 360 LPs or not LPs, uh, LHG stuff. Mm-hmm. I may want to, I may start getting more games. Hmm. Just random stuff Even, to do a, a play, a show off of. Yeah. Like, uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Ooh, I, I'm actually interested in that one. I remember being really interested in that game when it came out. That was both on the call of duty two engine. Yeah. That's, that's fucking wild to think about too. <laughs> oh man. I'm definitely gonna, I, I got to how is, you know what I just realized? That game's a Ubisoft game. How is it on the Call of Duty 2 engine? That seems like some copyright infringement or something. Or maybe the Call of Duty... No, it just, it just uses the same engine. Oh. Uh, maybe, I mean, the Call of Duty engine is really close to Source, so I guess there's not too much difference there. Okay. I guess crisis averted. <laughs> no lawsuits tonight. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Wow. And... Mm-hmm. We've actually gone 2.5 hours. Yeah, we <laughs> we've gotten a long way. Once again, I mean, cutting the silence, but we it, might not hit that. Yeah. So yeah, for for you, lucky listener, you might be listening to slightly more than two hours of a podcast. But hey, we're we're gonna stop being meta about it and <laughs> go ahead and get towards the end of it. Um. So it seems like oh my god. Yeah. What just happened? Uh. No, I just looked up the game director for uh, the Peter the King Kong game. Michelle Ansel. Wow, really? Yeah. Fucking small world. <laughs> I would not have get. Oh wait, nah. I remember that name being attached to King Kong at one point. So I guess it's not too crazy, but still, that. And it turns out, mm-hmm. I was actually wrong. It it wasn't the it wasn't like the Call of Duty Two engine. It was actually it was mm-hmm. it was used for the the print the the Sands of Time Prince Persia games. Oh. Wow, they they adapted that. Uh, Beyond Gun Evil, Rayman, TMNT, Naruto. Huh, that's crazy. Huh, I, I really, I, I never knew that. Well, I guess it makes sense because it's Ubisoft anyway. That would make a lot more sense than Call of Duty too. but hey, it'd be like that. But hey, I guess we'll find out and uh, I guess we'll find out. Man, isn't, more isn't the games here. industry just crazy? Yeah, the game industry is super duper wild as we've talked about a lot today <laughs> so yeah hopefully you guys will see how wild it is in your endeavors as you listen to this podcast um so yes without further ado we're gonna go ahead and get towards the uh housekeeping section um so what do we have for housekeeping today well um i'm gonna go ahead and say for playstation all-stars ultimate roster showdown um, you are getting another one of those polls to vote on, so go ahead and vote for that one. I will say last week, um, it was me and Graydon. I had Wander from Shadow to Colossus. He had Connor from Detroit Become Human. And I don't know yeah, how... I, I'm, 
I don't know how I'm I'm equally as mad. Yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> not mad, I'm equally as disappointed in the internet. Yes, like come on, like I can't believe that Connor won. Like the internet's supposed to hate Detroit Become Human. What happened? <laughs> well, Graydon sort Graydon chose the the one the the main likable the only likable character in the game. Yeah, I mean, great point. <laughs> like he I went the actor who who did the, all the like the performance capture and the voice for Connor? Yeah, he mu- I he must have met that acted. Yeah, he because he was super he, into it. He was super. Yeah, he was su- he was super in like in that role of, of an android. And plus, like all of the fans of his character, like he totally plays into the fandom and everything. And he he's he's made that character, or him and the fans have just made that character like the defining trait of that game. Just about. But yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, he won, and so that's not good stuff. But um, I'm going up against uh, I'm going up against the hunter from Bloodborne. That's going to be another Josh pick, and I I gotta I'm probably gonna write that right after this podcast a character to go up against him. I'm thinking the puppeteer from the puppeteer. Um, so I'm thinking of doing something a little bit more obscure, but I'm also not sure because Bloodborne's super popular despite it being somewhat obscure. So I might need to get something popular. I don't know. It just depends on how, if I want Josh to get another win. Um, has, has the protagonist or the main, uh, have any characters from Tearaway been used? See, I thought of that too. I was thinking about doing a twa or a toy. Uh, I might, you know what? Since you have said that and that already was in my mind, I might go ahead and because go with that. Your your brain is hooked on dreams. Yes, like this would be a perfect time to bring that up. Um, shit, you know what? I'm going with that because Tearaway Unfolded is on PS4 too, so we can stay within the same generation at least. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Tearaway. We're gonna be doing a Twa versus the Hunter. So a Twa from Tearaway versus Hunter from Bloodborne. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna two two niche games going. Character, two, two new game characters going at it. Yes, indeed. It's going to be a pretty good matchup. Do not disappoint me again, Internet. I <laughs> I mean, Bloodborne probably deserves the props, but Tearaway, come on. It I, and I, Plus, I like how opposite they are. Tearaway is the nightmare fuel generator. Or, no, Tearaway is the super cute artsy thing. And then Bloodborne's and the Bloodborne nightmare is, fuel. <laughs> Bloodborne is, is basically uh, Beast Souls. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. So I, I like that dichotomy. So yeah, we're gonna go with that. We figured that one out on the fly. Good on us. Um, good on you for bringing that up again. Um, so yeah, so look out for that poll. You'll be seeing that soon. Um, also, you'll see linked in the description along with that PlayStation All Stars article. You'll also see um, our roundtable that we had about Telltale. Um, now this is actually from the, for the, me, fir- uh, the inaugural tell- uh, Telltale or. The inaugural roundtable series from Lilsar Games. Exactly. We we're hoping to get it. Do- we we're hoping to get it done last year. <laughs> yeah, we we drug our. I drug my feet on that one. I can't speak for other people, but yeah. No, it was actually actually I'm I'm actually one of the blame. I I was I didn't I I was I didn't I wasn't asking or I wasn't popping in for suggestions. Uh, like, not just that, I wasn't pestering people like banging on their doors saying. Hey, you gotta write something for this. Yeah, <laughs> because I I I don't want to I don't want it to be a nightmare work writing for a Lost Games. Yeah, I, I feel you. We I mean we we 
we, we try to straddle that line between, hey, we need to have content going out and, hey, we understand you have a life outside of this. So <laughs> whenever you get to it, yeah, it, it's a hard line to straddle. I, I get it. And I mean, we can't be afraid to at least put these things in front of our faces. So but that's that sounds like a conversation for offline. So <laughs> I'll keep it for offline. But um, but yeah, the uh, the the Telltale Roundtable is up, and it's basically a couple of the writers on the staff just talking about, oh, if Telltale still existed, what, you know, what series, what franchise would you like for them to handle? And we got some pretty interesting picks in there. Not all of them you may expect. Um, if you know all of us personally, and you know some of our favorite games, you might expect some of these. Um, but yeah, I, there's some interesting picks in uh, there. I was when I was when I was looking through it editing it seeing if when if it was all good to go mm-hmm. i when i when i read graydon's i was like wow he really he he went he 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 went and pulled something out that uh, that was that that was talked about at tell like within telltale yeah <laughs> he did some research i mean i i didn't know about that yeah <laughs> i was surprised too i was like wait they were really working with that one that could have been cool too but hey, but they just had to do Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> and okay, don't know how that uh, for my now for my stuff. Yes, please go ahead. I wrote I wrote two things in the past, or I have two things coming up, which is I'm surprised I haven't died of a of an aneurysm. <laughs> oh God, that's the name of the first article. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, video game story time. Fallout One is the first article. Yes, indeed. Which is basically me recapping a game that came out either that came out a long time ago indeed kind of like a throwback thursday but for video games and not necessarily on a thursday yeah and Mm -hmm. after that comes out on tuesday oh so so it is a deep a tbt still (laughs) technically and then i have how life is strange and don't not entertainment changed the way i see episodic gaming yes indeed another quality one i mean that is the I poured so much love into that that once, both of them, like I, I both, but life the life strange one more. Yeah, especially because that's like your big love right now, like your life is strange mania since you played the game recently. Yeah, and I it'll be out on, it'll be out this Thurs this Thursday, r- right when episode three come of season two, uh, life strange two comes out. Yes, indeed. Because it's because it's Telltale, like I'm I'm so I'm so I just want to call it season two. <laughs> and I understand that that urge to call it season two, but it's like nah, they're on a different schedule. Um, well, technically, no. Life is Strange is on season two, but it's different. Yeah, it's like it's different story. Yeah, just slightly so. Um, and also, I, it is worth noting that I will be finally putting up my um, my Life is Strange before the storm. Let's play that will be going up on the same day that the next episode for season two comes out on that thursday so yeah be on the lookout for that on the youtube channel um so yeah was there anything else you wanted to go ahead and pimp out yes on on monday the next episode my my dirty 2k19 what if rude is the new rude mm-hmm. rudy rudester <laughs> i don't know where i got that from that will be that will be out and that is things things are going to change after that Hmm. What an ominous tease. <laughs> I think S- some some we may go forward with or things will change and things will go back and we may go back in time. 
Gotta go back in time. Da, 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 da. We're gonna fade away because our parents haven't kissed yet. Anyway. <laughs> oh boy. And, oh, uh, by the time this this goes up, the fi- episode episode one of the final season, my playthrough of that of that of the the Walking Dead series will be up. Oh hell yeah! Uh, ep- episode one done done running. So okay. In which in which I die maybe one or two times because <laughs> because it's carrying over my save from last year. Oh, and were you just not any good last year? No, no. It wait. How would I'm trying to figure out what do you mean you died a couple times if it carried over your save. Or is that something I shouldn't spoil? It's episode one of the game, as in, I fa- like there's know how or remember how you can mm-hmm. when you wake up and your 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 what's the word? I'm trying to your services are required to take out some z z, uh, z words. Oh, okay. <laughs> some z. I wonder what z words means in the Walking Dead universe. <laughs> But I get what you mean. I I think I'm 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 meeting you halfway there. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna. In that case, I'm not gonna spoil that for people. So um so yeah, be on the lookout for that. That will be on the YouTube channel, which of course will be in the description. Um, and and then on mm-hmm. on Thursday as well, another episode of Star Trek episode 19 of Star Trek Evolution. Yes, indeed. Which uh which it's um. So nineteen fluid dynamics still part of the Borg uh, arc, Re- and wrapping up more storylines. It's a very special episode as Tuvok, mm-hmm. who is one of is a beloved character from the Star Trek Voyager series. He and even though he's an admiral, he both he and the Voyager team up with the Evolution to and her her crew to uncover any Borg presence in flu- fluidic space. It's a lot of seven-syllable words. <laughs> oh, boy. Then again, this is Star Trek we're talking about. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, boy. So, yeah, look out for that uh, thrilling installment in the Let's Play. Um, yeah, is there any other... I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything... Is there any other written or video content? Oh, you want to pitch your podcast? Like the uh, Phantom Zone stuff? Yeah. Uh, every Tuesday on the Phantom Zone network of podcasts myself and luke gonzalez watch and review two episodes of smallville the most recent ep- last week or this week uh, i don't know how this time travel <laughs> podcast stuff works you can say i've been doing this for over i don't know i still don't it's, i've been doing this for nine years i still don't know how to do it, how to perfect it <laughs> that's life <laughs> no matter how long you do it you'll never be perfect god that's depressing uh, the when is this going out this is going. This is gonna go up Monday. Okay. Well, last last week we did the most recent episode that will be up on on Monday is the season the the last two episodes of season three and the next episode will be myself, Lou Gonzalez, and Ryan Nair watching the terrible, 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 terrible Justice League of America television movie. Oh boy. That that. No, that has fallen into obscurity because of how bad it is. Probably for good reason. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's it's just there's no there's no redeeming there's nothing redeeming about it. And every Thursday on on the Phantom Zone Network, myself, Lou Gonzalez, John Seiler, I and either Ryan Nair, John Scott, or Connor Irving, whoever's available, 
<laughs> we talk we talk comic book news, what we read. The most recent episode we talked about we talked about the Sonic movie trailer. Oh God! And I because no one seemed to, no one was because Lou hadn't uh, shared it and like among put out like a shared post. I just said this episode is not recommended or is not or I I just said something along the lines of this is not recommended by Yuji Naka as we were rather harsh to his creation. <laughs> oh my god. Well, if you're a fan of his, maybe beware. <laughs> but everybody else watch that. Well, actually everyone watch it. The other rest of you just go ahead. And every I'm not sure what I, they every other Thursday is Legion of Tunes. The most recent episode was Welcome to Elting, Eltingville, which is an animated adaptation of a comic. Oh, okay. So check that out. Yes. Indeed. Also, this is just this is this this will just make Emmett happy. <laughs> Emmett, your dreams beta video is near is is at ninety six views. Dude, what? <laughs> That's cr- yeah. It's fucking crazy. Oh my god. That's super exciting. And, I, and has three likes. <laughs> so I guess engagement is great. Uh, <laughs> well, hey. And that was and that was from February 1st. <laughs> <laughs> the game's out right by now. Like, you know, we still got more to go. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually speaking of dreams. I'm actually thinking of doing, if not streaming, I definitely want to make some more videos with dreams, um, especially all the creations I'm seeing now. Like people are recreating, you know, cut scenes from Spider-Man PS4, scenes from, you know, uh, Captain America Civil War. I, people are making music videos. People are doing a lot of stuff already in the first month of release. And I got to showcase some more stuff. So I'm, I'm going to hop back into dreams soon and show some more things, especially now that I have a couple weeks here between now and summer semester. I'm a hop in. So look out for some more dreams content on the YouTube channel as well. Um, and so, yeah, uh, was there anything else you had or seems like that's about it for us? Have fun. Stay safe. D- don't. And <laughs> that's my. Mind. And if you're going, if you're going to watch the Sonic trailer, watch the Amish Paradise version. <laughs> Apparently that's the superior version. I don't know, man. I like Coolio. He was on the, the Keenan and Kel theme song. So shout out to Coolio um, and his okay. four dreads. <laughs> if you're OK, I'll, I'll retract. And say something else. If you're gonna, if you don't want to watch Sonic trailer, watch the Funny or Die video, where or the Funny or Die recreation of the infamous "Hip to Be Square" scene from American Psycho, but with Huey Lewis of Huey Lewis in the news and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> there you go. Now you guys got some homework, so go out there and make us proud. Um, so without further ado, this has been the Lost Arrow Gains podcast with, of course, Al, as you just heard from. I'm counting that as your outro. <laughs> that was the most random thing I've ever heard. Um, so Al and, of course, me, Emmett, um, we have it's been a pleasure to serve you tonight and we shall see you in the near future in the next episode. And as I always say, keep it real. Keep it trill. Adios. I don't know why I said that like it was Ricola, but I'm going with it. (laughs) All right. Peace.
You're listening to the Los Hero Podcast Network.